Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody. And I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition programs. Pick any program and just follow it step by step, like our 21-day fix program or the ab shredding muscle burns fat program. Plus, there's free support in personalized fitness groups with our community of over 2 million members. Now is the time, so don't wait. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hurry in during Ram Truck Month, where you'll find J.D. Power's number one brand and new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star. For 2021 J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equals $13.89 per month per 1000 finance for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 5222. Hurry in during Ram Truck Month, where you'll find J.D. Power's number one brand and new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star. For 2021 J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equals $13.89 per month per 1000 finance for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 5222. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody, and I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition programs. Pick any program and just follow it step by step, like our 21-day fix program or the ab shredding muscle burns fat program. Plus, there's free support in personalized fitness groups with our community of over 2 million members. Now is the time, so don't wait. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Thank you, Wutskeezies. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with another edition of what? The Red Faction? I mean, this is it. Because, Zach, so much shit has happened. We're here. If you're live, we're a little early tonight. Uh, there was a Bachelor. Did you see The Bachelor last night, Zach? What did I do? Mute you? How did I lose you? I muted. I muted myself because I'm such a good host. You were so nervous about your answer to The Bachelor because <laughs> you need to be the right amount of woke. But apparently, even the woke people are upset with the, the Bachelor last night. You didn't watch this this trash, right? <laughs> well, now I'm not, because you guys got me on like God after the Big hey, Brother what? quiz. Like, I want to go. Hey, Thank you, Kevin's dog, Logan. I want to go watch every season of the ba- of fucking Big Brother after last week. But you guys always talk about the Bachelor. Well, we watch we watch all trash reality shows. Yeah, The Bachelor <laughs> obviously like I love Florida Shore. I've only watched one season. I can't wait till all the other seasons are on this fucking Paramount Plus. That everyone was like, remember the Super Bowl commercial? It was like, oh, we have so much content. It's it's gonna we are reality TV. I was just I was ecstatic. Couldn't believe it. And I have it already. I my my I have CBS All Access. So that just was rebranded Paramount Plus. And I'm thinking, oh, there's going to be way more stuff on it. No, no, there's not. It's the same amount of stuff that was on there the month before. So it's terrible. And, yeah, Maddie Spice in the chat. Uh, if we can give you any Big Brother advice, start at, like, season three. Like, it really took a minute for them to figure out, like, because I think even season one, they didn't have the power of veto. They didn't have head of household. Like, it was really just people watching people live in a house. Like, it was just that. And I guess America was voting people off every week as the show went by. But, Zach, I, I, my question is, 
last night, Rachel Kirkconnell on the on the Bachelor after the final rose or whatever. She's obviously she's been deemed a big racist. We've talked about it on here before. Um, that she she took a picture out of at an antebellum style party. So she was wearing like you know she was wearing like a southern dress. So she's wearing a dress. She's wearing a dress. There was other racist shit that happened. Like I guess, I, in my opinion, the most like if woke culture was really gonna slam her down, there was a picture she had liked on Instagram of a fraternity, and inside that frat house was like a Confederate flag on the wall. So that was like I guess the worst of it. Like because even even <laughs> even Emmanuel Lacho last night was like I don't think this this is who you are. You know, I think you were just ignorant when this happened. You know, I don't think you should be condemned for this. But Matt, the fucking bachelor, is like, oh, I can't I can't be with you. I can't look at those pictures and not be hurt. Like, he has all these. And, and my cousin called it out great. She was like, he just doesn't want to be with her. I was like, probably. He's just fake. Yeah. He's feigning this whole, like, oh, I can't be with someone who doesn't understand how awful Antebellum South is. Because even Emmanuel Lacho schooled me. He was like, Antebellum is Latin for before the war. I was like, whoa, I don't even know that. So, uh, like, you know, it's it's a before the war party, and we need to – and I thought, hey, they're not – that's actually very, very, like, woke. If you're able to educate people, that's great. But what annoys me is this phrase, and I think everyone's heard this now. I mean, we, we've been living in cancel culture since, uh, since what, January 20th. And I mean, it's been going on. It's been going on for a few years, but it's just it really got hyped up when a certain person took office, and not. And I'm not saying it's his fault, but it just seems like since he took office, it's just become the norm that if you do something, I mean, if you're the, if you're the banjo player from Mumford and Sons, and you read a book and tweet about the book, you can get kicked out of your own band. But uh, in in regards to like the, the phrase that I can't stand is "do the work." I'm gonna do the work. I'm going to. I'm going to I'm going to sit back. I'm going to listen. I'm going to do the work and I'm going to be a better person. Like what is this work, Zach? Cuz I even asked my wife last night and and my cousin. I said, "I've read White Fragility. Have I technically done the work? Like what is this what is this work they're going to put these people through that will turn Rachel Kirkconnell, a 24-year-old graphic designer from Georgia who happened to wear a dress at an antebellum theme party?" And she happened to like a picture of a frat that had a Confederate flag in the house. What will? What is the training she needs to do to be fixed? Yeah, I think white fragility is fine. I think as long as you end up at the point where you realize you're racist, but you don't know it, and you never will, you just have to accept it. That's <laughs> what you got to do. Well, and even I mean, there was a great clip even this week from uh, I, I forget the guy's name, but you know, th- the people that claim like we all have unconscious biases we all have underlying race racial tension and like the question is like i i forget i should have pulled it but it was like who do you who what, what races are you against you know because it's like if we all have it if everyone has it what race are you like well obviously i mean we all have them so clearly whenever a filipino walks by i just lose my shit like th- th- what people don't everyone's pointing fingers so i'm waiting to see like what, like, what is this work that needs to be done? Because I remember, and, and we brought this up on, on Vlidis months ago. Like, uh, you know, our bu- my buddy Chris, my buddy Chris Allen, he says, we need to have conversations about these, these tough issues. And I go, okay, cool. Let's have the conversation. Let's all sit down and have it. What now? Is that the work? Because I, 
Everyone talks about actions speak louder than words. However, the action is having words with somebody. Does that make it like I, I just the more the more I think about what is the work, I just feel like we're really just calling everybody a racist and there's nothing you can do to wash that stain off you. Yeah. I think so. I think you have to go so far the other way for them to say you're not ra- like it's like the silence is violence. Like you have to be radically anti-racist for them to think that you're not racist at this point. Right. Yeah, like that's the only way to win them over is to somehow convince them that no, like I'm I'm better than everyone else. Like you know that it's it's not me. Like I'm better than the other white people. It, it really is like a, we're fighting for for this weird badge of acceptance and like th- there's companies that Coca-Cola now has a they will not hire any outside legal firm unless they have 15% uh black lo- like representation in their offices. And it's like if you're a, if you're a, a you know, if you're a firm now and 12% of the population is black. Now you're like really going out and seeking. We just need black lawyers to fill this quota. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily who's qualified for the position. It really is just a no, no, no. It's a, it's all about the numbers, bro. So it, it's, we're living in strange times. Now I'm all about diversity, you know, and uh, Jason, my, my friend always bring, you know, I was calling my liberal friend. He always brings up like the Rooney rule with the NFL, where once they implemented that rule where you have to interview a, a a person of color like at least one for each position it it, it increased hirings like 33 percent and maybe that weren't wh- they just complaining about the Rooney rule like last year that it's not enough doesn't do anything oh well Eric B enemy doesn't he Eric B enemy wasn't <laughs> hired you know so that's another conspiracy like Eric B enemy is like the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs and the Chiefs have this amazing offense how come this coach doesn't have a job it must be because he's black. It has nobody thinks it has anything to do with. Well, he's got Patrick Mahomes. Well, he's got Andy Reid. Well, he's got Tyreek Hill. Oh, he's also got Travis Kelsey. You know, like he has a pretty stacked offense. And we watched what happened in the Super Bowl when they didn't have a line. So, you know, <laughs> it's one of those like maybe like we all think we're super smart. We're all Jamil Hill. We all think Tiger Woods is too old to play golf, and then he gets in a car wreck, and we're still like he could come back. We know it. So, like, everyone wants to have that hot take, but in my head, that was that was the the problem with that take was like, you know, everyone needs like Eric Bieniemy should be the number one candidate, and apparently he interviewed at a few places, but maybe he didn't want to leave. That was my other thing is like, if you have Mahomes, if you're winning Super Bowls, why are you trying to leave? Like, just stay where you're at. Apparently, it seems to be going pretty well. Yeah, I. I've done that in my life. It's like, oh, yeah, this opportunity is great. But then you leave something behind, and I ended up back there anyways. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's it, so for, for a job like that, I, I, like, I, I agree that, yeah, diversity is important. But putting a quota on it makes it a little forced almost. Like you want it to be organic. You don't want it to be racist because I think it does. Because now look at other – now other minorities are going to have to come out and start like, hey um, – you guys have a 15% black lawyer quota. How come you don't have any Latinos? How come you don't have any Asian people? Like, it's just going to have to be, you can hire five white people. For every five white people, you have to have five minorities next to them. Like, it's going to be, and, and, <laughs> and it just, I'm sorry, but sometimes other people of other races are qualified. Like, I've never, I've never worked at a place where, now I will admit, I worked for a Fortune 500 company in FedEx for many years. 
and it was kind of that typical a bunch of old white dudes were at the top you know and it and it and it could you know there, there's a little nepotism going on with you know the son and the and the founder but that that's bound to happen and it does seem like but but in in regards to diversity there's always like i mean there was always people of color next to these white people so it wasn't like only white people in this circle there was a lot of dudes i'll say that for sure like someone <laughs> someone brought up the boys club and i was like what does that mean and they were like oh everyone in power is a man and in a in a way that's true like the upper uppers are all dudes like my manager was a female and her her boss was a female but then of course she had to go talk to the man and it like i see that in the workplace but it just feels like we're we're really forcing it. Like, remember Black Lives Matter was like, you need to, they were like threatening places. Like, you need to hire at least two black people or we're going <laughs> to terrorize your business. Like, that's such a, that's such a weird way to get what you want or, or at least to provide opportunities for black people. Yeah. I, I think especially for the NFL, but I think in general, like a top down policy doesn't work. It's got to be from the bottom up. Like what everybody in the NFL complains about is there's not a lot of good candidates for non-white coaches so don't just make them hire a bad coach right why don't you put together programs coaching clinics opportunities for assistant jobs for to get your foot in the door and actually get some training rather than just you know oh there's one really good black defensive coordinator make sure he gets an interview everywhere and still might not get the job because Maybe that team doesn't want a fucking defense coordinator as their head coach. Well, and it was like the the female from the Washington football team. Uh, you know, she, they <laughs> when she was on Brother from Another, and I brought this up before, but you know, they asked her as a black female, like, well, did anyone disrespect you? Because everyone's expecting the boys' club is going to disrespect her, and she's like, no, not really. You know, everyone wants to play football and win games, and you know, we <laughs> made we made the playoff. You know, she had nothing but positive things to say. And everybody was like freaking out, like, "No, it's supposed to be really hard for you. You're a black female. Don't destroy the narrative." Like, no, she's a good football coach, and she earned her job. You know, she she earned her job. And Bruce Arians was like, "Hey, I'm." Or uh, she coached with the Panthers, and then when Ron Rivera went to Washington, he was like, "I need her to come coach the running backs," and that was just he needed her. It wasn't like a I need a black woman. Like, no, it was I needed her. So yeah, I, like. Maybe there does need to be, like, at least the interview to get in the door. But now that we're forcing companies to, no, you must have this many. It really doesn't feel earned or fair. It just feels like we're forcing. It's like movies now. Like, we've all seen Beauty and the Beast when at the end of the movie there's, like, five black. Like, everyone that was a that was a teacup or a clock was a black person. It was, like, a weird reveal at the end of the movie. <laughs> it was really odd. It was like, oh, I, I mean, I guess. But every movie now has to have that that tint of wokeness where it's like why can't they be black it's like no i mean hey that's fine but i don't think we should just do that to to appease people well they even had to put a gay guy in it as well but <laughs> i i i don't know the man i've been around a lot of executives in my life and similar to football all they give a fuck about is making money they could give a shit if their entire workforce is black mexican white they don't care. They want to make money. Yeah. So I think, like I said, it needs to be from the bottom up. We need to, dude, put better schools in shitty neighborhoods. Get better training. I mean, you can't just 
oh, well, I mean, this guy is black, so we're going to hire him. It doesn't matter how shitty. I mean, there are a lot of white people that are shitty at their job that, sure, you could take up some of those spots. But if you're talking about at the top or you want people to actually be successful, it's not just forcing people to hire them. Resi redeemed a hydrate. I just took a huge sip of water. I got to keep the... Uh... The the what's it called? The restream chat doesn't always tell me when somebody redeems stuff, so I gotta I gotta keep an <laughs> eye on both. But uh, getting paid, Zach, and that that that's that was the main reason I wanted to go early because it was like this has been driving me nuts. I've been seeing posts about it like everywhere, social media. I've I've er- I haven't deleted the apps. I've just moved them to another window on my phone because it's like if I don't see them, maybe I won't click on them. So I've moved <laughs> the social media away because I've just. This has been driving me nuts. Zach, we need to lower the minimum wage, not raise it. Am I crazy here? Like, do people not understand how, like, money works? And and I had a buddy who was, like, he posted something about why are people upset that someone who's not making enough money is suddenly going to be making more money? And all I could think about is, like, this is such from the perspective of I just need more money. I don't care what it does to anyone else. I just look at me personally I need to make more money. And like, I even did the math myself. The average apartment in, in Los Angeles, California is $2,354. And that's just the average. <laughs> so, so I understand. <laughs> I know that's really high, by the way. I mean, I, the, the apartment that I'm in probably would cost $2,400 if I lived in California. And my mortgage isn't that much. I have a <laughs> 3,000 square foot, two story house. And, and with, so, but I, I kind of did some of the numbers and you would need to make, $20 an hour to afford that apartment and that wouldn't even include your food or your utilities. So the fight for 15, the push for $15 an hour, it comes from I guess one person said it and now everybody just thinks, yeah, it's a good round number. Let's just get to 15. And the problem with trying to raise the minimum wage and chasing this magical number is you're first of all, you're just belittling the value of the dollar, but you are just sort of saying 15 when, why are you asking for 15 without any thought put into it? Like if you live in Los Angeles and you're fighting for 15, why don't you fight for 20? I mean, hey, we're while we're at it, let's get what we actually want. Like shit, I mean, if you, like, if you broke down my job and equated it to like per hour, I would like to make maybe 40 an hour. Let's fight, <laughs> let's fight for that. Like, I don't know where this magical number 15 comes from and one of the biggest issues that I have with everyone saying federal minimum wage needs to be 15 is, I mean, I literally small, I, I just can't see how small businesses would survive that. Now I know people are talking about tax breaks, but Zach, like you work for a private company, right? Can you imagine if it was suddenly like, Hey, you need to pay everyone (laughs) way double what they're getting now. Yeah. I, gosh, I just thought of so many things as you were talking. I think, the federal is the problem because making 15 in California versus making 15 in bumfuck Alabama. Right. Dude, you're going to be living rich in Alabama. You buy a house for 50 grand. But <laughs> I I don't know. They should do something like you said. It should be like a percentage depending on like the average housing or something. So some calculation that's dependent on where you live and how th- how much shit costs cuz right $15 an hour in California still isn't shit no and and they have already done it i mean starting next year they're going to be at 15 so when they're saying 
federal minimum wage. That's like anyone who's watched Last Chance You, and you're looking at Eastern Mississippi or rural Kansas, these small these small towns that struggle to exist and struggle to survive as it is. These poverty stricken neighborhoods, and I mean, the, where do these kids come from in Florida? Like all of these terrible neighborhoods, would, would like no business would it would be able to be open because everyone talks about well people will have more money. It's like, yeah, but the cost of goods will have to go up with the cost of labor. So if <laughs> yeah. I, and it, there's already been a study done. I actually, I, I had it somewhere here. There was a minimum wage. Uh, it led to higher uh, prices at McDonald's. And we've already kind of seen this with, remember the dollar menu? Remember when the dollar menu <laughs> was actually $1? Like it used to be, you can get like a rodeo cheeseburger for $1. You can get a McDouble for $1. And now suddenly everything's become oh it's a dollar ninety nine or it's a dollar seventy nine like there's no such thing as like a pure dollar menu and I mean they have some stuff like I think a McChicken is still one dollar a four piece chicken nugget yeah four piece nugget where and I think in the glory years you can get a six piece for a dollar <laughs> so there was like the the wage increase has definitely affected pricing so if you're a small business and I and like I've said before if I you know I worked for a small business and we had enough money. You know, say we had a hundred dollars an hour to pay people, we can pay ten people ten dollars an hour. This is not complex, Zach. That's what's that's what strikes me as so odd <laughs> that people want to raise the minimum wage, but they don't do this simple math at all. If well, and maybe they do, and they just go, well, fuck small businesses. Small businesses can die. That's what they say <laughs> because it really is. I have a hundred dollars to pay ten employees ten dollars. Suddenly, the minimum wage is fifteen. Now I can only afford six employees, and the rest of them go out the door. If I, if like, so I have that hundred dollars, right? Okay. So I, now I need, you know, $180 to pay all of my employees. So where am I going to get this magical extra $80 from? Well, the cost of my goods. So if I sell a 99 cent cup of coffee, now I'm selling a dollar 99 cup of coffee. So even though everyone's making more money, now the cost of everything starts to go up. And I don't, I don't know why this is a Republican or a red pill way of thinking. Because in my head, <laughs> it should not matter if you vote blue or red. I just thought this was something everybody can figure out by just looking at the puzzle pieces. Yeah, I mean, as you're talking about it, I'm trying to think, because, I mean, I do this shit all the time. I <laughs> fire people. I do budgets. I'm just trying to think, like, for my business at least, our labor is not a huge part of the cost of our stuff. So... In our case, if we had an increase, yeah, it would hurt, but it wouldn't be like I got to go double the cost of my shit. It's yeah. maybe like, you know, if if my guys get a 50% increase, maybe my stuff goes up 10% or something. So maybe there's some smart economists out there that we, we don't understand that part. We're just dumb Republicans over here just doing addition and subtraction and multiplication. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's gonna math. go up. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna go up. It just is it worth it? Is it gonna go up as much as the more you're gonna make, and it just doesn't matter, or does it gonna go up just a small amount, and you're gonna make more to offset it? I don't know. Great comment from Dakota Poland in the chat. It's just it's they're too busy canceling Bachelor contestants to worry about the math. Like <laughs> nobody gives a shit about the real numbers of the. How date. about where's my fucking check? Do, uh, did Can you, I get that? Yet? I haven't gotten it. Some people got them already, right? Have they? I haven't gotten. Mine. I thought some people got them, and I was kind of like some people got them on Friday, and I was like, oh, maybe I have mine. I checked my account; there was no stimulus in there, and I'm worried that I I am in a higher tax bracket to where I don't get it. 
And no, you're I, fine. Ryako got hers today, and uh, even from so uh, my my wife's coworker, she actually owes the government like five six thousand dollars <laughs> this year from her taxes from last year because Damn. because they're in a new tax bracket with with Joe Biden. So Joe Biden, you know, what? I, I'm only going to tax the rich, and they were like borderline. And now they're fucked. So they went up a tax. It doesn't record. work that way, though. It worked for nah, them. No, they're, they're, they're misunderstanding that because I used to think that, but it doesn't work that hey, way. Hey, tell that to Joe Biden. So, I so you, this- you only pay. So just for everybody, all these tax brackets, the amount of money you make up to that bracket, that's the percentage of tax you pay on that money. It's not right. like when you go into the next tax bracket, all of your money gets taxed. No, 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 no. Yeah, not all of it. But yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, Dude, you worked overtime in fucking California, right? I have before. I always owed California money. I, like, there was fi- – <laughs> filing taxes with TurboTax was always the funniest because, like, federal, you'd be getting, like, a grand back, and then you would go to your state, and you'd owe $200. And you, it was just yeah. – what the fuck? Like, it, I never understood why I would owe in California. I moved out of California in March, and that year's taxes, I owed them $3,000. Yeah, just from three months. Mu- that happened to me, too. I lived there for five months. And I only worked for three and I owed them like, yeah, it was like 300 bucks again. I'm like, so if I worked there for a year, it's 300. And if I worked there for three months, it's 300. But I found, yeah. I found our new favorite website, Zach. Uh, this is AmericanProgress.org. Okay. <laughs> and, and this is small. I need a new echo chamber. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, small businesses get a boost from a $15 minimum wage. And I just, I, so this was of course the number one article on Google. So I was like, okay, this must be. This must be pretty heavily blue pilled. So I, I was re- I actually read most of this, and they have figures and they show that during a pandemic or during some sort of crisis, the the minimum wage usually goes up, which is not wrong. I mean that's it, it's true. But what I what I found interesting was them talking about how small business would benefit. So let me read just let me read this paragraph for everybody. Small businesses can reap several benefits from a higher minimum wage that may offset increased payroll costs. A survey from CNBC found that a majority of small businesses can absorb the rise in labor costs, resulting in increases in state and local minimum wages in, 2000, or in January 2021. A growing number of business owners have recognized the benefits of paying a fair wage, paying living wages to their employees, and even supporting the national wage increase. Businesses represented by business for a fair minimum wage well, yeah, of course, if they're part of this business for a fair minimum wage, yeah, they're going to be, yeah, raise it for everyone. Uh, welcome the wage increases that went into effect in several states at the beginning of 2021. Businesses depend on customers who make enough to buy what they are selling from food to car repairs. Minimum wage increases will go right back into the economy, helping workers and businesses get through the pandemic and economic crisis. Now, this, this so I, I get, and this again ta- attacks Walmart. This again attacks, I mean, the, off the top of my head, like, there's some bicycle company that's like a, in, oh, we should raise the minimum wage. We already pay our, our people $15 an hour. Yeah, because you sell $9,000 bikes, and for some reason people are buying them. Like, I understand if you're selling these premium products where, yeah, absolutely raise the minimum wage. But, again, we're talking about the difference between, like, a McDonald's job and even, even an In-N-Out job. You know, In-N-Out doesn't – they pay above minimum wage. They want to keep you there for a long time. They want to keep. They want to put you in a position to move up within their company, and it's there's a difference in getting a job there versus getting a job at McDonald's or at Walmart, and 
I don't see how. Do you know anybody who manages an in and out? An in and out? Yeah. No, I don't. I I I moved here. I had in and out the other day, and it was delicious. But Texas is not an in and out place. Nobody here likes it. It's a Whataburger. But yeah. dude, one of my brother's best friends started at in and out in high school. Went to school, got a degree in marine biology, stayed at In and Out, managed a fucking. He got his own store in, I think San Diego, makes like almost two hundred grand a year. How? Like, and and yeah, managers managers start at like one hundred twenty thousand dollars if you if you get your own store and you can move up through In and Out. And that's what we always tell people is like you should not have a minimum wage job, minimum wage <laughs> job, minimum wage life. If you're in high, <laughs> if you're in high school. That's a great time to get a, min- a minimum wage job. If you're a 39-year-old mother of three, you probably – and also with this article, they're, they're suggesting that if you um, – even if you're a waitress, because, like, servers here in Texas only make, like, 250 an hour, but they make money off their tips. And let's just say this. You have – you're serving four tables. Each table tips you 10 bucks. You're making $40 an hour. So and that's you know I mean you gotta have good tippers and I understand some people are stingy with tipping people but their 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 wage is they they don't really get paid an hourly wage they get paid based on their work and yeah they can make up to forty fifty dollars an hour on a busy night so they want to make them have a base wage of fifteen an hour so not only are they going to be getting forty or fifty dollars an hour from tips they're also going to be making fifteen an hour now of course the food is probably going to cost so fucking much. Because the restaurants that are used to paying their their employees sixteen dollars a night are now paying their employees what uh, ninety dollars a night, and they're not going to be able to do that without raising the price of their food. So, I just I read this article and I was so confused because this I mean people are saying food service and I worked at a small business, and I was I <laughs> I asked for a raise and I couldn't get one and I it was my mom's <laughs> company. I wanted more money and I couldn't get it because we couldn't afford it. So I agree with all all of my liberal friends who say, well, companies like McDonald's and Walmart can pay their employees more. I get that. But raising a federal minimum wage only kills small businesses. And and like I said, small towns, these small towns and you brought up Alabama like you bring up a, a rural town in Alabama, two hours outside of what Tuscaloosa. You've never heard of it. It's never been on your radar whatsoever. I guarantee you if you make them start paying their employees $15 an hour, they're all going to have to move to Tuscaloosa because that town's <laughs> going to have no work. There's going to be nothing to do there because if you worked at a boutique downtown and you were making $8 an hour, now suddenly that boutique's going to have to raise the prices of everything. No one's going to be able to buy anything. And I, it's simple mathematics, Zach. And I felt so Republican all week long. All weekend, hearing people bitch about the minimum wage, and no, we need to keep. I, like if, in my head, I'm like, we need to get rid of minimum wage. Like, I think if McDonald or if if Walmart was like, hey, we're only going to hire people for five dollars an hour, that should wake people up to go, no, that's not for me. Or some people go, look, I really just need a job, I'll take it. Like you should, the company, there should be a negotiation there. And for some reason, we we've completely gotten away from that. Um. Oh, your deposit is scheduled for tomorrow for your stimmy. You checked yeah, bro. it, huh? Click the link and off screen. Go check Go check your ETA. It's bro. asking for my social. Do I have to give it my social? It's secure. It's the secure, government system it. is for authorized use only. What does that mean? Does that mean only me and people crossing the border are allowed to use it? 
Because and I'm prisoners in California. Oh, yeah. oh good, because they're getting stimuli as well. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah I even um, that, they got unemployment. What are you talking about? That's funny that there's you know um, we're actually getting, uh, we have a forty two hundred uh, migrant children without parents have been transferred to Dallas. I think I think they're all at the K Bailey Hutchins Center in Irving over here, because of course these facilities are at seven hundred percent capacity. By the way. <laughs> Seven. Hey, all all these trans and LGBTQ couples that complain about having children. There's plenty of children at the border now. Go scoop them up. Yeah, go get some. Well, I even asked Linda. I was like, "Do we need to adopt some kids? Because we'll do it. Like, I, <laughs> like we'll we'll get one just to it's for, do it now so you get that extra fourteen hundo. Access denied. You do not have permission to access this website. Is it because I don't know what it would be? Is it my address? Is it? My... It's just your street address, like not not the city or state or anything. I'm gonna leave the apartment number out of it and see if that solves it, because for some reason it's not finding me in this database. Is it because I have a warrant out for my arrest? Is that what this is about? I think it's because you're white. Maybe. Oh, you know what? That's actually probably exactly <laughs> it. I mean, Your check went to other communities. Required except in countries that is it. That's my postal code there. My birthday is that. That's my soch. And oh, this one's taking more time. Access denied. All right, we're moving on. What the I, hell did you do? I'm not getting the stimulus. I entered my social. I entered my address, and I'm not. I'm not on there. Do you need to put? Do you need to put drive? Do I need to spell the word out? Because that one just says mainst. Mainst, yeah. Let's try it again. That's my social right there. Do you it, need to type it just how it's on your taxes? Type what? on your license. Type what? How it's on my um? How my address is your listed? Address. What if yeah. I told you it's not on there? Um, because I what? haven't. Oh, maybe it is. You think it's to my old address? Let's see. Uh, what did you file? It's all based on your taxes. Well, my my driver's license and taxes say different things. So which is it? Well, taxes. Okay. Well, taxes. All right. I'm just saying because I got I moved here in 2015, and I got my license in 2016, and then I moved to a new place like eight months <laughs> later, and they were like, "Hey, you can you need to update your address. It's only twenty nine dollars." I go, "No, go <laughs> fuck yourself. I'm not doing that." Access denied. Maybe it's because I'm using Brave browser. Are you using Brave browser? <laughs> no. Nathan Weller says I'm eating lunch. Damn it! So Nathan's having some lunch. He already said I knew he was gonna send me a my strange addiction. Like I was like I told you I was like someone's gonna. I'm a little send disappointed one. in this one. Oh, is this one not as good? Well, there's plenty of work still to do, Zach. But I was getting unbelievably red pilled just with, with that with with the mask. You know, like no, no, I'm not throwing daggers. But my mommy called me paranoid because I told her I was <laughs> I told her I wasn't getting the vaccine. And she was like, you know, like, why? Why? Even if they offer it, <laughs> even if they offer it, you won't get it. And I was like, no, I don't really want it. I don't I, like, you know, I don't I'm no offense. I just don't feel like I need it. And I said, plus, you know, we want to have kids again. I don't want to go to have a kid in a year and find out that I'm sterile now. And, you know, I told her I was like, they haven't tested it on anyone pregnant or, you know, they haven't tested it on on people that are trying to have kids. And. Uh, and then I brought up the the NBC article that I read where it said the federal government will not be financially responsible for any damages that people suffer from this vaccine. And she oh, goes, no. and she says, you're being paranoid. And I go, well, I, I'm being paranoid. Like <laughs> I said, you're the one who got a vaccine because of this virus that you haven't even gotten yet or know anyone that's got. 
You know, like I just, it, it was one of those weird, like, you can call me paranoid, but I can look right at you and call like, you've been wearing a mask at every store you go into. Like, like it's, it's one of those weird, look, I, I acknowledge that there's a virus that's killed hundreds of thousands of people, but I also think it's a little silly, Zach. And I don't know how many more times I can say this, that this virus is so contagious that the only way to test for it is to jam a key. Do you remember when we super kicked you right in the face? Thank you so much, Kevin's dog, Logan. I do remember that. But, yeah, it was like it was like right up into my brain. I was like, no, nope, I'm not going to do that. Hey, what? <laughs> Thank you, Geezy. We were due. We were due for a what? But well, he- it's funny because I had the same exact conversation with the CEO of my company. Because <laughs> he, he was, it was me, HR, and him on the phone. And randomly, he's like, well, what do you guys think about coming back to the office? And it came up. He's like, do you, do you mind if I ask you guys if you're going to get the vaccine? And the HR lady was like, yeah, I'll probably get it, you know, when it's available. And I was like, nah, I probably won't. He was like, what? <laughs> oh, he, was like, he was so surprised. I was like. One, like, I'm fine if I get it. Like, it's not a big deal. But I was like, maybe eventually, but I'll let your guys' arms fall off first before <laughs> I go test it on myself. Well, and again, like, and this Fauci was on fucking CNN the other day, and I guess some lab in Boston, or not Boston, but Massachusetts came out, and they said that there's no difference between, they said there's no difference between three feet of social distance and six feet. So Fauci mm-hmm. said we can reduce social distancing to three feet. So it just makes me go, wait, hold on. For a fucking year, <laughs> for a for a year, you've made it you've you've said explicit like you you promised that <laughs> you swore. You swore that we had to stay six feet apart from everybody. But now just because one lab finally actually did a study and they say three feet, now three feet's okay? Like a, a year like what else oh i use the internet explorer your payment is scheduled to be deposited on march 17th yeah. 2021 bro <laughs> are you serious this is the best i'm gonna buy a gorilla bow so <laughs> like i'm getting my i'm getting my stimmy bro i gotta buy a house though so that's going into the house fund but sweet but i but seriously like what else does this guy not know and Joe Biden coming out telling everybody like, oh, we might be able to have Independence Day with each other. Fuck you. I'm going I'm going to my friend's house on Saturday to watch Justice League. So like (laughs) and and there's going to be plenty of us there. It's one of if you want to wear a mask, wear your mask. I I go to the gym. I don't see the need for the mask. I'm not breathing in someone's mouth directly. And I love the oh, I know so and so who got covid. How did they get it? And then they can find a way to blame it on something. When you know yeah. what you probably just you probably just got sick, I mean, and you can get the you probably like, fucking picked your nose or you didn't wash your hands. Like yeah, you catch everything else in the fucking world. Yeah, you probably but... used the public toilet and didn't wash your hands, and now you have yeah. s- some weird you have some virus. <laughs> and like, how are people getting the flu beforehand? Like, and it, it's <laughs> I wasn't sneezing in people's mouths, so I don't know. I'm just but saying that's, that's what I in that same fucking conversation, I told him I was like. <laughs> Shit, I'm gonna start wearing a mask every flu season. Fuck it. Yeah. I haven't been sick in a year. I'm gonna keep doing this shit. And it's an absolutely great idea if you are feeling sick to still wear your mask if you go anywhere. Like and now it's gonna become normal. Like, oh, that guy's not feeling well, he's wearing his mask. Like all the Asian people <laughs> that we saw doing that already were actually yeah. really kind because they were the ones with their mask on. 
But yeah, a lot and a lot of it has to do with taking care of yourself. And uh, you know the, the the annoying thing about last year, I'm gonna just throw 2020 under the bus, was like <laughs> all the gyms closed. I bought a gorilla bow, and but for the most part, I'm just stationary, sitting at my office desk, just sitting there getting fat. And that really was like, oh my gosh, I just everyone jokes about the quarantine 15, but nobody really looks at it like, no, that's a huge fucking problem. Like this is already, yeah, especially when like 78% of people that die from COVID are overweight. That's the best study that I saw was like how many people also struggle from obesity, which leads to, we talked about the guy who got the COVID vaccine. He had high blood pressure. It's like, well, yeah. And they said, well, he's not that fat, which is code for, yeah, he's pretty fat. <laughs> like I, I tell people, well, I'm not that fat. No, I'm fat. And yeah, like that's, this country has this obesity issue and they made us all sit home and get fat for a year and now suddenly they're like get this shot bros and everybody's willing to do it but you know i go to the, i've been going to the gym every day for like three or four weeks lost 10 pounds already and you know i talked to my friends in california they still don't have their gyms are still closed it, it's just you got people need a place to go exercise and, and to clang and bang and without that like it, but dr fauci doesn't want to advise any of that stuff you know, they want you, and they don't even want you to get any sunlight. They don't even want you to get natural vitamin D. They want you to, they don't even want you to take vitamin D, which I started taking that uh, maybe a year ago, and that's helped me out tremendously. So it seems like there's a lot of counterintuitive when it comes to this infectious disease. Suddenly, all the other health shit we ever learned is no longer valid. Yeah, that, it's funny. I, I, we've talked about it a bunch. I've been listening to Joe Rogan so much. And he talks about that shit constantly. He's like, yeah, I mean, at the beginning, we we're all fucking scared. We didn't know what was happening. We thought sure. 10% of everybody was going to die. But he's like, you know, six months into it, we realize it's like 99.9% .9 survival rate. And the biggest issues are vitamin D deficiency and being overweight. And for an entire fucking year, you don't talk about exercising or health or fitness yeah. or nutrition. Like, what fuck is that about hey you can get chipotle delivered like no it's it really <laughs> it really was like people were like don't even go to the grocery store like you know it, it really was just hey order fast food support local businesses get fat like that's really what it felt like around this time order gorilla bows that take three months because they're stuck in customs <laughs> like it really was like this annoying and wear a mask if you go outside if you take your dogs for a walk jill jill biden is trying to tell us to put a mask on whilst we walk our animals which is insane to me and sonic gino brings up a point in the chat uh and it, it's funny jim and them brought this up first so i'll give them credit for this like what's going to be the first event that tries to like bring the most people to a live event oh dude and every ufc is having a full crowd in florida sure well coming up in april wwe is having a forty-five thousand people crowd at raymond james stadium what? Uh, for WrestleMania. Well, and Texas Rangers opening day, they're going to have a full stadium for opening day. Um, oh, and Maddie Spice corrected me. It's Dr. Jill Biden, you fuck. <laughs> He's right. I accidentally called her Jill, Jill Biden. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm all for these live events because here's the thing. If you're, if you're afraid of this virus, you have every right to stay home and you have every right to wear your mask when you go anywhere. You have all of those rights. If companies want to have baseball games with full stadiums, yeah, that's what we get to do. We get to do that. And 
I, I you know, I, I knock it on wood everywhere I go, but I haven't had this virus. And again, I went to fucking Disney World. I feel like I would have got it by now. So I don't know. I, you know, it's I think a lot of it has to do with which media you watch. You know, I was even CNN even played some clip about how pandemics there's going to be more pandemics in the future because of climate change. And they just say that on the news and move on. Like, oh, well, yes, obviously that's a fact. And they just keep going. So, and I know I watch my, I watch my conservative media and I, that's what I do. And, but I, I just don't understand Kevin's dog Logan in the chat. He says that it's, uh, it says my payment is unavailable. Did you use internet Explorer? Cause internet Explorer was the one that was like, you get paid tomorrow, bro. So <laughs> getting a, getting a cool, what is that? Two of us, 28, 28, uh, 28 G's. No, you get fourteen hundred for Rafi. That's a lot of money. I'm saving that. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm getting fifty six. I'm paying off some stuff, and then I'm gonna fucking Chrome, buddy. But his bank. My wife's getting six hundred dollars, and five G's is going on my credit card. Not, right, we just pay some shit off. That'd be nice. Oh, yeah. That's probably what we're just gonna do anyway. Ninety percent of people will get their money tomorrow, which I mean, and I, I do enjoy. I forget who said it, but like, we've already had so many stimuluses, and every like. We need to open businesses up to whoa, get people whoa, back. you roll that back. We've not had shit for stimuluses. But I'm just saying we've had two, and we've all still been <laughs> working pretty much. Like, even when there was a recession and the economy fucking collapsed, we got one, right? Didn't Obama <laughs> give us one? Like, come on. We can use a little bit. Like, I feel like we're overdoing it with this one because everyone should just <laughs> go fucking back to work, but they're still so convinced that they need to stay home and – but hey, I'll take the free money, whatever. Um, this is my fucking hazard pay. We talked about this. That's true. But all the people who kept working, you deserve this. Zach, uh, we, we talked about vitamins. We talked about health. I take probiotics. Now, I told you the other day in, in the Discord, I, took my pro, I take my probiotic at night for everybody. <laughs> I, I take it at nighttime. I don't know when I started doing this, but there's something so refreshing about the morning when you start your day with a humongous shit. And I remember when I was a kid, my dad taught me the three S's, shower, shit, and shave. Like, that's what you do every morning, shower. For, usually for me, it's shit, shave, and shower um, in that order normally because the probiotic just rummages through my intestines <laughs> and I got to hit the, hit the can. But you're, you're switching diets on me now. So you're trying this ketosis thing. How long have you been in keto? And is it because of Vinny from the Jersey Shore? I have been in it since I think last Monday. And so, God, man, like last Monday through Wednesday, like I was feeling great. A little, I had the normal keto, like had a fucking headache, was feeling tired, but that's good because you know it's working. And then by like Friday, my stomach started fucking hurting. And so I always get worried because I had some pain where my spleen is. My spleen's always been fucked up since I got mono. So Oh, yeah, you had mono. I forgot about that. What is that like? Because that's one of those real illnesses that lasts a while. So you, you, beat, you beat mono, but did it leave you with any lasting effects? <laughs> yeah. So I got mono when, fuck, 11 years ago? No, shit. I just turned 33. It was a while ago. ago. (laughs) Yeah. And so I was, I got like pretty sick and I went to the doctor. My doctor told me I had strep throat without fucking testing me. 
And so I was like, whatever. Like a couple days later, was feeling okay. Like went back to the gym. Nice. And like my whole rib cage to the back on one side was just like fucking hurting. And so I left the gym and I was like, this is not good. I went to the fucking hospital. <laughs> this is not good. Not good. And the doctor there, oddly enough, was like, okay, so you got pain here. You were just sick. He's like, stand up out of the bed for me. I was like, okay. And he's like, put your hands above your head and jump up and down. And I looked at him like, what the fuck? He's like, just do it. And I did it. And he was like, does that hurt right where you're saying? He was like, yeah, that fucking hurts. He's like, oh, you got mono. I was like, what the fuck? He's like, my daughter had it so a long time ago, so like I know everything about it. Right. I was like, well, fucking great. So <clears throat> I got sent home with, they gave me an ultrasound of my spleen, oh. and it was so fucking big that if I got in a fender bender, it could have ruptured, and I would have died before they could have got me to the hospital. Yes, I've heard that about people with their spleens. They, everyone's got these big... <laughs> These enlarged spleens, and this is from lack of vitamin D, I'm telling you. But hold on real quick. Let me run through these because, I, I, again, the, the OBS chat didn't tell me these. From Nathan Weller, he says, fuck you. What's Geezy? What kind of name is that? You're buried, damn it. And then uh, Maddie Spice says, Geezy wears a mask. <laughs> Geezy wears a mask <laughs> at the gym like a loser, damn it. I wear mine every once in a while, but for the most part, it's an altitude training mask. Okay. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. And now <laughs> I just, I'm at the point now where I just, I just walk in with no mask. Even the trainers kind of have masks on. You walk in like Conor McGregor. Yeah, dude. I walk in like I'm fucking owning this place. Fucking Vince McMahon. And then, uh, my grapefruits will not be affected by your climate. Damn it. Yeah. Climate change isn't going to do shit to your balls. I don't know what's going on with these people. Everybody's losing their shit. What's Geezy fingers his butthole? That's from that's from Nathan. That's for that's for another time, Nathan. We'll tell you all about butthole stories later on. All right, we'll do that in the Discord. So your spleen is fine now. Did the so what made you switch to keto? Because you were vegan. Now I assume you're no longer vegan if you're trying to eat as much fat. <laughs> if you're trying to eat as much fat as you can, I'm assuming the 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 meat had to come back. Yeah, yeah. I've eaten meat at every fucking meal. It's been great. I've been, <laughs> I've had in and out like four days in a row. But yeah, man. So <sighs> fucking it was no joke. So they they sent me home on bed rest for four months and all they gave me was Vicodin. Oh, sweet. That's, like how, the doctor that's from, how great it was. It's like the doctor from the departed. They just yeah. <laughs> so that we can go score smack on the street. That's all that's gonna fix you is drugs. That's yeah, so doctor. they're like, don't drive anywhere. At all. You have to stay at home. So I couldn't work. I couldn't do anything. So then I had to go see a fucking oncologist because it can turn into fucking lymphoma. Yeah. It can turn exactly. into fucking cancer. Yeah. So I had to get a biopsy because I had a lymph node that was swollen. My I, my tonsils are still in. They wanted to take my tonsils out because they're still swollen till today. And the fucking doctor scared me so bad. She was like, yeah, my daughter got hers out when she was, like, 17. I'm, like, 21 at the time. She was like, she only cried for, like, a week. And then it was it was kind of fine after that. And I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'll just fucking leave. I've never, it, like, I, everybody says if you have your tonsils and you get sick more often. I've never gotten more sick than anybody else. But it was fucking brutal, dude. It sucked. Yeah, sure. It ain't no COVID, I'll tell you that. 
Well, and that's that's one of those things. I mean, Sam Darnold had it, and he had to miss some games. Like, it happens. People do get this mononucleosis. And, yeah. Can- the other people I've heard, too, they – I didn't get it, but they said they pissed, like, Coke because it fucked up their kidneys so bad. Like, it looked brown, you mean? Like – Yeah. Okay. Like, like black. Yeah, it looked like Coca-Cola, everybody, because for a second I, I had to have you clarify. Cause they pissed Coke, like white powder. <laughs> white powder's flying out of your dick. Like, what is happening here? It's like, a, it's like the Sting snow machine on AEW Dynamite. Like, it's just, what is happening down here? So you switch to ketosis or keto, though. And yeah. first of all, I wanted to ask, because I think we talked about this. I told you I shit a lot due to my probiotic. And it's really just one in the morning, and I love it. So <laughs> I'll go in the chat. Can we just watch so many plastic, please? Which we <laughs> will do in just a second. Um, well, we got to move this along, Zach, because we got. We got a fucking quiz. We got a quiz from Maddie Spice. We so, yeah, to make this story short, I took Miralax for the first time today because I'm all fucked up in my stomach. Thank God it's on my spleen because I can feel it moving through my body now. But holy shit, going from fiber in every single thing you eat to just eating meat and fucking cheese all day, you should probably ease into it. Well, and even even something like, and I, I brought this up before too, uh, with that probiotic, like I, I started taking those like two at night. Or I normally one at night, but if I if I eat like shit, uh, I'm you know Sundays and Saturdays I'm normally like okay look, I need to get this all out of me tomorrow, so I'll take a probiotic, and the probiotic will <laughs> will cleanse me of everything, and th- that that's huge for me because I've been in that mode like like you've been in where it's like my stomach's just wrong, something is in here that's not <laughs> supposed to be in here, so, so that that's that's what makes me go okay probiotic, and then it just I fucking unload my friend. It's pretty impressive and amazing (laughs) all at the same time. What happens to me? So here's what we're going to do, Zach, for everyone that is in the, the Twitch chat. uh, If you go to discord, there's a new channel called Vleeties plus and Vleeties plus is where we watched uh, impact wrestling's sacrifice pay-per-view on Saturday night, which I will get to uh, at the, uh, probably somewhere in the, in the next hour Zach it was it, I we'll get to it I'm not happy we'll just say that the show tonight was okay though it's weird Impact's a weird company but uh, head to discord everybody Vleeties Plus because we are going to share my screen which is up here so if you're in Vleeties Plus you can see the screen now and we are going to bring up My Strange Addiction this is a great way for us to have it on the screen this is a great way for the YouTube police to not come and take us down <laughs> if you're looking at it all on Twitch right now, there's now a black background. And Maddie Spice even says in the chat, I can talk on there because I'm a mod. That's true. Maddie Spice is responsible for the Discord. This is his job. It's very easy. Very good at it. So, oh, no, it's still just. Man, you're going to have to start paying him fucking $15 an hour pretty soon. Right. You know what? I thought, hey, I need to get. Uh, I'm still thinking about these Twitter interns. All right. Because <laughs> I, like, I need to get off this social media. I can't do this social media shit anymore. So every day I get closer and closer to just either deleting all my social media just so it's like never there because um, I just don't want anyone to bother me anymore. But or it could be it could be even worse than that, Zach. It could just be I get a coordinator. I have to erase all my I, I want to start fresh. You know, I just want it to be spick and span. But Zach, this this person's from Missouri now. uh for, for those who don't know, here on the Red Faction, we talk politics. We go through 
kind of the red pill stuff that I need to get off my chest. We talk about how the probiotics make us shit. But we also are very fascinated by the modern day freak show because we've talked about this. And, and it's it's taboo now. Like if, if this person was on the side of a street and you were like shaming them like plastic eater or hair eater or, uh, you know, what's the we can't say the R word anymore. Retard. You can't say that stuff anymore. Like if you were yelling that at somebody, it would be wrong or offensive. So what we do is we watch shows on TLC, like My Strange Addiction, or My 600-Pound Life, or My 3,000-Pound Family. Like, there's so many loopholes now so that we're allowed to watch freak shows. And this is one of those things that we just, we have to check out the freak show. So if you're if you're watching live on twitch.tv slash realvleeties or on youtube.com slash ryanvanvleet, join the Discord. The Discord link is on Twitch, and you will be able to enter the Vleeties Plus channel. And you will be able to watch this with us. This is My Strange Addiction, Zach. The woman who is addicted to eating air freshener. Now, <laughs> have you ever smelled the pina colada one? Because I kind of feel like I know where she's coming from. Like, when you smell it, it smells pretty good. It might be worth just sampling, right? I mean, you never know, bro. There, there's this almond hand cleaner that my old company used to make for my new company. So I've been around it for 15 years. I could probably eat that shit. It smells so good. And, and sometimes, like, there's certain lotions that smell really good. And it's weird when you taste them. You're like, whoa, what happened? Like, because <laughs> our taste buds and our sense of smell are very closely connected. So in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, well, if it smells good, it probably tastes good. Like, when you smell barbecue, oh, my gosh, it smells so fucking good. You want to wear that all day. So how come suddenly when I'm, how come suddenly when I'm, you know, smelling this coconut, this coconut lotion and I taste it. It tastes like a bag of ass. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's, it's interesting uh, on the YouTube side of things. Mr. Respectable says I'm based and red pilled. Yes. Mr. Respectable. We are that way. My friend JT says, Vleeties can smell his penis while he's pissing. Not so much my piss or my, uh, or my penis, but I could smell the duck butter. I could smell <laughs> the area, like my hey, groin. Hey, <laughs> Thank you. Kevin's dog. Logan. Yeah. Uh, Vleeties, just stay in this channel during the quiz. I will talk if you don't understand a question on the quiz. Perfect. Thank you, Maddie Spice. Yeah, so I, I brought this up to JT before, I think. But, like, if I'm peeing and I've, like, been working all day, I can smell the the awful frag fragrance that is the duck butter. It's terrible. And uh, Manscaped does that thing uh, called, what's that, that ball deodorant? I, I don't have that yet. I just use Vaseline right now. And... Vaseline. Vaseline works. That's the problem. It works great though at at preventing friction between the gooch and the balls and the balls. Yeah, but the, it's the leg. fermenting while it's down there. That must be what it is. It just smells worse and worse as the day goes by. But I use baby powder, and baby powder doesn't last. It doesn't work as well because baby powder absorbs the moisture, whereas <laughs> uh, where whereas the Vaseline stays moist. You know, See, like, I got you, bro. This is the same thing as the fucking socks and shoes. You need, don't wear cotton fucking underwear. You need to wear like the Under Armour type. That's that's what I'm wearing to your thighs. I'm wearing I'm wearing the Reebok one. Uh, th this is the this these are the Reebok performance UFC <laughs> underwear. And Nathan's saying take a shower. Here's the thing, Nathan. Shower twice a day. This still happens. I have a lot of balls. That's one thing I've always kind of said. <laughs> like, I, 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 I'll, I'll stand by this. Uh, penis department, whatever. Nothing really impressive to write home. I'm like Chris Jericho. 
Jericho's book, you can tell by the way he writes, he's got a small dick. Like, every story he tells, he's afraid <laughs> of anyone seeing his dink. And I'm like, okay, I can relate to this guy. But when it comes to my balls, I'm, like, a little worried how big they are. Like, they are they're <laughs> annoying. And I've said that before, too. They are annoying. And when I sit down, they hurt sometimes because they're so big. So I've even said, like, yeah, those guys create a lot of moisture. And you remember the old expression, oh, it's hot as balls. Well, your balls actually are around 99 <laughs> degrees all day. So they're very warm, and mine seem to run a little bit hotter. That's why the duck butter. So now that we've gotten to my strange addiction as far as me smelling my own duck butter, uh, <laughs> and Nathan even points out you have old man balls. You have to tuck them into your socks. Uh, one day they will get there because they are so low-hanging. Like, not low-hanging, but they're so heavy. <laughs> they're so heavy, gravity's going to fuck me over. They that's, will be low-hanging. That's why I don't wear cotton boxers anymore either because it was like everything had to pick a side, you know, the balls in the in the in the in the in the in the, sh- in the, sh- in the schlong, loose knuckle. They all had to pick a side, and sometimes the balls would pick a different side than the other thing, and it would hurt. And I'm like, I gotta go home, guys. This isn't gonna work for me. I gotta I gotta take today off. So let's take a look at the woman who's addicted to eating air freshener and licking duck butter. My name is Evelyn. I'm 27 years old. I live in Cape Girardeau, Missouri, and I'm addicted to drinking air freshener. Oh, drinking. I don't know why. She says it with attitude, bro. She drinks the air freshener. So this okay, is even worse. This one's scripted. This can't be scripted. I, I don't think so. I mean, she just grabbed a bottle and went, <laughs> like, she's, and, and this isn't a terrible idea. Like, if your voice smells, voice smells, <laughs> if, you're, if your breath smells, you should maybe do something like chewing gum or take it to that next step. Grab the Febreze because Febreze actually kills the bacteria that causes these odors. 99.9% of them, right? And yeah, this is this is a great this is a great way to do it. So let's let's see more. I do like yeah how sassy she was and she's talking about how like I'm an idiot. Like I'm yeah. addicted to drinking air freshener. Boom. Like fuck you, motherfucker. I love air freshener. I love it. Absolutely. Hey, what, what I love what? about drinking air hey, freshener. What? Thank you, Geezy. And Nathan from the chat. He he quoted, "If your voice smells that's a great. That's I'm, I might have to cut. Somebody that. clip it. I might have to cut that. There is the taste. There is a million air fresheners out there, but the one that I like is fresh linen. I've tried other scents, but I don't like them. Oh my! None of them goodness. taste like they say they smell. Cinnamon is not cinnamon. <laughs> oh my gosh! Fresh <laughs> linen is her fragrance of choice because it tastes the most like what it says. Like, do people eat a lot of fresh linen? Like, is that? <laughs> Is that the thing everyone wants to do? Is like, oh, well, this smells... I guess I did say that, like, this lotion smells like coconut, but it doesn't taste like coconut. Why would you want to taste fresh linen? What is this about? Why are you mad that the that the cucumber doesn't taste like cucumber, but you're okay <laughs> that the that the linen tastes like linen? Uh, the, I, you can't explain... You can't rational... Be rational with these fucking people. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure... Yeah. yeah, as long as, I'm sure the other one just tastes like absolute dog shit. So when she tastes one, it's like, oh, it tastes like fresh linen. Hey, this one's pretty good. One's, yeah, the other ones taste like fucking straight chemical. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what it, this one tastes the least like chemicals. So she's like, oh, no, it tastes like it's like I had a, a fresh dryer sheet. I just sucked it. I just sucked on a dryer <laughs> sheet. Apple crisp is like dirt. I've got to have oh Can you imagine seeing someone do that in the store? <laughs> For podcasters, she just sprayed one in her mouth and just spit it everywhere. Like, like She's taste testing in yeah. the middle of fucking store. And I feel like this is what like high school girls would do like on TikTok. Like, oh, let's spray this in our mouths for clicks. 
and yeah, people might watch, but th- like she's doing this willingly in a store to find something she likes to taste. Like she's not going to, cause even when you're at the store and you're like, ah, I kind of want to try this chocolate milk. Should I just open it here? Like she's doing that, <laughs> but with air freshener, like th- her logic checks out. I literally crave it. In crave the last it? Few years, there's not a day where I've not had it. She goes through 20 cans a week. That's as much as a mid-sized hotel. <laughs> you taste it, you taste it. 20 cans a week, everybody. Like, how much are oh. these? Like, $4.99 a can? She's definitely, like, I mean, this is insane how much she's making off of it or how much she's spending on this habit. And that's the other thing with these all, all of these strange addictions. The, the financial portion of you being so addicted to something, you're literally wasting your money on this. Like, it's not... There's no way that she can afford this. I mean, she's in a nice apartment right now, so she must not live in California. I know she says she lives in Missouri, but this is a really weird addiction and an expensive one. Yeah, this is what happens when people don't have enough problems in their life. They got to make problems. <laughs> yeah, this is how, yeah, we, we bring this up quite often. Like, yeah, if, if we had to worry about wars for real, and, and uh, I, there was a great clip by Bill Maher. Bill Maher, who is actually very liberal, uh, he even said, like, you know, w- Americans are wasting their time canceling Dr. Seuss. Like, you know who doesn't give a fuck about a, a racist Chinese cartoon? China. Chinese yeah, China does not <laughs> give a fuck. China is becoming more and more of a superpower. They control, like, I, I, I'm in the paper industry. I'm in the corrugated, bo- uh, corrugated paper industry. And China controls the prices on that. We have most of the trees, bitches. We have most of the paper. You want some? Well, it's twenty five percent more than it was last month. Like, come on, come on. My fiance thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> oh, you yeah. loves to spread. I don't understand. What? Her her fiance just lets this happen? Like, I'm out. Uh, yeah, no, don't do that. Like as a joke, maybe. Like as your party trick. Like I'll do this on purpose. But don't like anybody have, have fresh linen. Yeah, I don't. I don't, don't want to do apple crisp. Apple crisp tastes like dirt. I need to have fresh <laughs> linen. All right, this isn't gonna work for me. I'm pretty sure it's unhealthy because if you look at it, it says flammable. Flammable. <laughs> that was the one thing he was like. It says flammable it says, on it. It says flammable. Flammable. Maddie Spice in the chat. He says I've never seen a black guy named Ricky. Ricky Williams. Ricky Waters. Uh, wasn't Ricky from Boys in the Hood? A lot of Rickies that are that are of color. Uh, Richie Richie well, Valens. Uh, Matty Spice wasn't even born when Ricky Williams was fucking playing. That's true, but he's a Steeler fan. He should know one of the greatest running backs <laughs> in Ravens history. Out in shock. He'll get a couple of cans that he thinks that he may need. Evelyn actually wakes up in the middle of the night and she is spray. <laughs> Gotta take a rip. And then I wake up. And then she'll lay back down, act like she didn't do anything. What? She sprays in her mouth, and then she'll act. Oh! You need to be better than this, bro. You how desperate is this guy? You can't enable this shit. Like he fucking yeah. He's a good-looking dude too. Like he's putting up with this. This is odd. Somebody clip that. She sprays in my mouth. <laughs> Are you gonna stop spraying this in your mouth? We'll negotiate. Love is powerful, I guess, because he'll just drink it to make me happy. Oh! <laughs> Is that bad? That make him drink? No, Yo, you gotta stand up for yourself. You you know it's flammable. You know it's not good for you, and you're just like, yeah, spray it, baby. I love you so much. This is some <laughs> this is some kinky ass shit. Like, I guess we can't judge him. We're not we're not supposed to um kink shame 
that's another term I've learned, Zach, is kink shame. That's that's a hot term. So if somebody's into some kinky shit, you're not allowed to shame them for it. Hey, I'm all on board with that. Yeah, you're not like the, gone are the days of being afraid of what you really like to do. Now you're supposed <laughs> to walk into a room and go, "Hey, my name is Ryan, and you know, anal play is cool with me. Just don't do it." Okay. <laughs> oh God, I'm poisoning my fiance. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's like a, a bar of soap. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you... I know. It's nasty. Why do you know that? <laughs> Disgusting. But she loves it. And I love her. So therefore, I just have to deal with it. it. His teeth are white as fuck. I still want to negotiate. We negotiated. Yeah. I do want her to stop. It's like <laughs> anybody else that has a habit. You can't expect them to break the habit very quickly. When I first started, it was accident, basically. I was walking oh through my, my hallway after going to get a cup of crushed ice. They're automatic sprayers that fresh in the house spray. From YouTube, CM Chump in the chat says, I will kick your ass, Ryan. Hashtag BLM. Hashtag trans rights. We support both those things, Zach. I don't know what CM Chump is saying right now. Like, totally. we're, we're about both of those. As I was walking past, it dusted the rim of my glass. It was a flavor that I liked. Oh, no. There are only two ways that I have my air freshener. One is straight out of the can. The can has to be extremely cold. I make my tongue into a bowl so it'll catch it. Oh my God. Or it has to go over crushed ice. So we just spray it over the ice. What? And then you just eat it from there. Eat it? There's a feeling when I eat it. It's a sense of completion. Like I have <laughs> I was gonna, I, That's exactly. That's your brain fucking dying. Is that's exactly what I was going to say. It's a sense of like fulfillment, completion. She's over here like, I, I'm not, I, we always make that joke about. It happens every time when I see you. It happens every time when I think of you. It happens every time. All this magic when we meet. Baby down on Dream Street. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Kevin's dog, Logan, for the Dream Street, the walk down Dream Street. It, so. Yeah, we always joke about how the My Strange Addiction is like, you know, it's like a, it's like a home-cooked meal after a long day, you know? Like, I just need to do this to, to feel like myself. It brings me back to to a better place. And for her, again, this is disgusting. Found it. That craving is gone. It's okay now. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't think this one is fake. Like, I, you know, in the, no. in the chat they're debating real. if it's fake. I mean, I'm watching her... Unless they actually get a can of Glade or whatever that is, and they're filling it up with something else, but it looks exactly like it looks exactly like what what she's doing. Easy cheered. One's eight and one is two. I try not to let my kids see me use the air freshener just because I don't want them to obtain that habit as well. And I, I know it's this. not good for me, <laughs> so I don't want them to follow that way. My kids are my all, and if they picked up this habit. That's when I'll stop. <laughs> I work at a furniture store. Okay, all, everybody I... in the chat who doesn't have kids yet, if you think that, that's probably a good indication you should not fucking do it. Oh, if my kids started doing this, yeah. I'd probably be pretty upset about it. I'd be pretty it. pissed. It's, but no, you're really, you're setting the example. You're the pace car for your children. And <laughs> if they see you doing this at all, they're going to just, oh, that, well, that's normal. I mean, your mom doesn't do that. My mom does it. I do it pretty frequently since I saw her doing it. Like, no, you, you need to, like, yeah, it is a lead by example scenario where, yeah, it might be nice to do that. Like, it, hey, it would be awesome to be drunk all the time, but no, <laughs> I, I have some responsibilities.
use air freshener at work no matter what time. Whether I'm opening the store, closing the store, or finishing up a sale, I will have it there. My employee, Evelyn, is a rock star at her job but has a very strange addiction to air fresheners. Evelyn's addiction to air freshener doesn't really hinder her work performance that I've ever seen. On the average day... <laughs> Some days she runs out of the room to, to take a rip real quick, but other than that, <laughs> other than that, she's pretty good. Evelyn I mean, everybody else vapes while they walk to the store. She just hits, yeah. she takes a little rip. Yeah, and va you know, there's no nicotine in the air freshener. I read the bottle, so I guess she's good, right? From three to six times a day that I hear, there are days when I see stress levels go up that <laughs> it sounds like an air freshener factory in the background. <laughs> oh hey, Evie. Yes. I want to get the piece to match the one right over here. Okay. In she's Evelyn's good. role as a... She just walks no. up. Fuck she no. just walks up with a cup of ice and some air freshener. You're fired. Like what? Know. What's up? What do you are? need? We do an inventory or what? Like, Sales can you put that shit down for a second at least? Please. Yeah. Can you what? like just? Where's she getting all this ice? Holy shit! She's like constantly <laughs> running to Sonic. Like I need that ice. That's the real addiction we need to talk about is women who like that small sphere ice from Sonic or Chick Fil A. Like they all and every woman knows to call it the good ice. Because all of the other frozen water just doesn't compare. Have you seen this ice sack? Yeah, yeah. The, you're talking about the little, the tiny little ones? Yeah, the tiny spheres. Fuck yeah, that you chew on, those are the best. See, everyone says they're the best. I don't know, it's just ice. Of what she does on the floor is always make sure the showroom floor looks meticulously perfect. Have to go around. Sonic Geno's and Sonic is great. He's not wrong. <laughs> the entire store and make sure everything is in order. I'm real particular. Oh, I think yeah. my OCD kicks in. From plants to living rooms themselves. When we do the bedroom sets, like I'm doing I now, mean, you gotta give it we to make her. sure it's like someone's home. Everything is angled correctly. Bird My air freshener. Angle. It's hidden in certain compartments at work. Oh no, she hides it at work. Like, oh no way. There's like little decor decorative like boxes, and she like will just open it up, grab, take a rip. I hope she says that. I'm gonna take a rip real quick, because that's the <laughs> only way I would ever say I'm gonna do this. I gotta take a rip. Nick quickly says, let's be real. This lady has her shit together more than most of us. She it's really true. does. Like, out of all the My Strange Addictions, this is the only one where it's like, I'm a rock star at my job. I am the best. <laughs> like, that's when she takes a rip. <laughs> all of the other Strange Addictions are like, like uh, we watch, like, the fake butt injections where she's like, I, you know, I need my ass to be bigger. You don't know what it was like to be me. Or I'm eating this bed. I, I'm constantly burping and throwing up. Like, no, this lady is like, I'm a rock star at my job. And instead of Listerine br uh, breath strips, I just fucking, I, I just use air freshener. By the cash registers where I'm always at, that's where I have it. And at my desk, of course, it's gotta be on hand. As long as she get an air freshener, it's a good day at work. Uh, Could you imagine if she used didn't to get an air right freshener? Now, I don't know. I like, holy shit. Look at this guy just sitting there having to watch this. It's like. And nobody has nobody's told her that it's not normal. Like, it's just not, well, obviously. I can't do it. Every now and then they'll go, oh my God, what are you doing? But for the most part, they're cool with it. My breath smells awesome. I bet it do. <laughs> <laughs> the smell reminds me of back in the day, Sunday before church and mom's cooking and cleaning at the same time. What did I tell you? Like, I, I just, it just takes me back to a simpler time in my life when I was able to just really relax and enjoy myself. Like. Everyone has these addictions because there's that deep underlying thing where it's like, well, no, I like this because it, it reminds me of a better time. I felt better at this point in my life. And that's exactly what she just said is like, 
you know, that it's not, you know, sure. I could chew gum, but it doesn't remind me of home. It, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I love that about it. And then it, that's another reason why the fresh linen is probably her flavor or fragrance. I don't know if I'm on her side now, but <laughs> like, it really is like everyone has the same, it's the same thing for everybody. It's all mental. Like when you have these weird addictions, it's all because of something deep rooted because otherwise you wouldn't be doing this crazy shit that no one else is doing. Yeah, I 10,000% agree, but I also don't drink because it reminds me of my childhood, so I'm not sure about some of these. That's true. Some of these addictions are a little like, well, I don't do this because it reminds me of when I was a kid. I watch wrestling a lot because it reminds me of simpler times. I, I think these are more mental illness because those those are all the people you see on intervention in these fucking shows. It's sure. like, oh, I do this because it takes me back to the time. It's like, no, I go on fucking vacation to where I was because it takes me back. I don't fucking drink air freshener all day long that's true i like i don't do something that no one else does to like like i was saying i do watch wrestling sometimes and like all sometimes all the fucking time and <laughs> when i like there the other day i wanted to watch for no reason and i brought this up i wanted to watch royal rumble i don't know why like i just wanted to watch wrestling and i wanted to watch something i'd already seen before and just when i watch it it put like the aj styles debut at that royal rumble that i watched it still like gives me chills on my arms it still makes me happy like you know i i like watching some of that stuff i want i like watching episodes of sunday night heat from 2002 you know like i know the matches are shitty but i just want to watch i like the presentation the way it looks i remember watching it like on mtv with like scotty williams so yeah those are my strange addictions but i'm not this person it kind of breaks me back to like when I was nine or ten, but I began to use air freshener a lot heavier when my mother passed away. Oh, there um, it is. I began to. Um, <laughs> oh, poor girl. And that was kind of my. And that's the same. And, and this ha this always happens. I always feel bad for these people because it really is a serious issue that leads them to this point. But at the same time, you can't you can't do Dude, air yeah. freshener. It's flammable. Fuck. All, all these people like. Uh, the one I probably feel for the most is the chick eating her husband's ashes. Mm -hmm. But, like, dude, being this broken over your parents, like, you know, one day your parents are going to fucking die. And you can't. Like, yeah, and they would not prepared. want you. They would not want you to consume something that I, I'm 100% sure on the bottle says not for human consumption. <laughs> Although th this could be, you know, we live in. We live in America in, in this. In it might this. be so obvious they forgot to put it on the fucking bottle. That's what I mean. Like with the Gorilla Glue. <laughs> People are mad at Gorilla Glue because that lady put it in her hair. And on the bottle it says not for human consumption. Please keep, keep away from eyes. Nowhere <laughs> on there does it say do not use on your hair. So people are mad at Gorilla Glue because it doesn't say it on the bottle. How irresponsible of you guys. <laughs> it, it's just it's astonishing to me because I read and there were so many there were so many of like the comments that I was reading like I use several types of glue and I would not have known to not put this in my hair if it was not <laughs> on the ball I'm like are you serious are people really like grabbing like this is a 3M spray mount I'm just going to spray it in here real quick for a little bit of extra hold uh, and then Maddie Spice says the bottle of Glade does not say that he checked for us so if this is a glade air freshener it doesn't say not for human consumption so maybe it's not even a common sense thing maybe it's a well it doesn't say it on here i well, guess that, i guess it's the cool. one that kills me the fucking most is medication commercials where they say if you're allergic to this medication don't take it <laughs> yeah that's the number one fucking line on all of them well if you're allergic to whatever 
don't take it. It's like, well, first of all, how the fuck do I know I'm allergic to it if I haven't taken it yet? Yeah. And second of all, I'm probably not going to take it again if I'm fucking allergic to it. Well, and some people, hey, they need that. They're going to chase that dragon. They want that feeling. <laughs> that was kind of my escape. Was just to have the air freshen it there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Damn. Like, two months of therapy could have fixed this. Not everyone in my family knows <laughs> about my addiction. Not everyone knows? She's going to tell her Uncle Pat. What's Pat going to say? She openly does this at work, but her family doesn't I'm know. I know, yeah. She does it everywhere she goes, but her uncle doesn't know. And he's probably going to be the first person to go, why the fuck are you doing that? Be sure they'd be down my neck. Oh, is everything okay? Um, yeah. For, yeah there's... Why is there a fucking camera here? It's nothing, like, really wrong, but it's kind of something I want to just kind of get off my chest. Oh, okay. Oh, Did wrong. want to tell you about something that I do. Mom knew about it, and it kind of set uneasy with her, too. I eat air freshener. You what? Eat like what? as Hey, what? <laughs> eat it like... Oh, she did it right in front of him. Yeah, no, come on now, seriously. I... Yeah, I do. I'm shocked, very, very. This is not real. This, this is not real at all. I mean, this has Maybe to he be... confirmed it. He said it's not well, real. It's real. A joke. <laughs> Nobody eats air freshener. When, when did this start, really? I first started with the air freshener when mom passed away, and then it just kept going. Because I had to be strong I thought she for just said her else. mom knew about it. I thought she said that, too. But her mom did pass away. So maybe she said a different name. Like, I, mean, I can't. Maybe Maud. Maud knew about it. <laughs> In the end, I had to be strong for her. I mean, that was my sister. I'm really feeling bad that I should have been there for you. I'm just feeling like um, I failed my niece. I'm going to see the doctor tomorrow because no, right your now niece I don't know you. what it does. So hopefully I get answers. Okay. <laughs> I'd hate to have anybody in my family feel like I let them down because I think that I'm supposed to be everything and all things for everybody. And most of the time I can't. We don't get the doctor a visit I mean, I'll in this be okay. video. If he tells me to stop, then I'll stop. I promise. Oh, we don't even get a like a result. They don't even tell us anything. Someone's what? Upset. We gotta watch this one next time. I'm obsessed with Pamela Anderson. What does that even mean? Oh, means she gets constant plastic surgery. To try oh, to maybe she wants to look like Pamela. I want to watch the one that you sent because yeah, that's definitely a classic. I mean, even <laughs> even South Park spoofed it. That's all I could think about when I heard the fucking can spraying into her mouth. Oh yeah, that. That sound, <laughs> yeah, that. Fucking sunshine. Just want to walk a little longer. We are going on a drug run. Hooray! I need some milk. We're going on a drug run. She even refers to it as. But the problem is, it's not illegal. It's not illegal. <gasps> okay, pause it. <laughs> this girl gets fucking ripped. Yeah. Canned air. Good like, for her. So out of this world. So trash. yeah, Maddie Spice just asked, "What is this? This is uh, Allison." And she loves dust off, computer cleaner, whatever you want to call it, compressed air, uh, uh, what, nitrous oxide? <laughs> because, yeah, like, it really is. Like, I, we would be at parties where people would have a big tank. It's like, where the fuck did you even get this? 
<laughs> but but these people, yeah, they they love ripping that compressed air because when you hit it, it goes your head goes. Maddie Spice in the chat. Is this a '90s thing that was really popular? I am shocked that not everybody <laughs> knows about this because I just thought, I mean, this is one of the earliest things that you hit. Yeah, like um, Quigley says, it's just compressed air. You get a uh, you get high on a lack of oxygen. It's different. It's not like nitrous. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, not like nitrous. Is- but you're watching her kill herself. I think, yeah, Nathan says it's still popular today. I was going to say, yeah, you're killing brain cells. You're sitting there going, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> we all know it. We've all done it. Oh, my God. <laughs> she just inhales the whole thing in her mouth. And she, and she even, like, even just watching her do it, yeah, she rips it for a while. Like, it even says on the it's... bottle, don't do that. Like, <laughs> like don't just hold the, the trigger down. You're supposed to do it in like burst. And she's over here just. I feel like I could conquer the world. She goes from <laughs> being sober to being high to being sober to being high to being sober to high, high, high. In oh less than my. a minute. It's coming in, coming in, coming in, coming in, coming in, coming in, coming in. Unless you continue to keep huffing and breathing in this can of inhalants your lungs actually burst punish her body yeah, i think that's some bullshit look at her face <laughs> as she's hitting this though she's like staring at god well to the backstory was like she was super fucking smart she has degrees from college and she just fuck she fell apart oh well yeah i mean you can get <laughs> i'm sure did and i think she goes to target for one of these but can you imagine yeah. if, she, if she had a Costco membership? Holy, Holy shit. shit. You could buy like five of these cans for like $8. She could be, I mean, who knows though? Maybe Allison's out there right now, Costco parking lot, just going nuts. Kill someone. I don't care if I sacrifice the life of anybody else. Oh I need gosh. it now. It's very, very hard. It's very hard to take. Cutest Fucking little baby. Tore up. When she was five. Her and her younger sister Erica were allegedly molested. Allegedly. Why did they throw that in there? Why can't they just say molested? I don't think her sister says that they were. Hashtag believe all women. Except Meghan Markle. Can we all agree? Like, it's so strange (laughs) to me that everybody's still on her side. I thought it was very clear that she was lying, you know, or or she was drama. She was doing things for dramatic effect. Like Pierce Morgan got fired. Piers Morgan, sorry. He got fired. And even like some of the things he was saying, like, Let's get the names of some of these these staff members at Buckingham Palace. Like, if she's saying none of them offered her any medical attention or or any of that stuff, they should be fired. Let's get some names out there. Like, yeah, like you can't Fucking just do it. She's making all these allegations, and everyone's going, "The royal family's terrible." But like, no one else has ever thought this ever, except for other crazy people like John Oliver. Someone. Ha- she's a white lady. Stop t- stop preaching me that story of woman of color because you have to have some color to be woman of color right is that crazy because it's it's just like i'm married to a woman of color and it's not like she's throwing her color around everywhere here's megan markle looks like me and she's telling me that i'm racist had <laughs> touched us kept getting bigger and bigger it was really hard they were just little girls <laughs> i felt as though allison wanted to please my mom and please her dad came 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 a sugar daddy a sugar daddy a sugar daddy a sugar daddy it's a weird video yeah dating yeah. older men sexual relationship prostitute every day every day every day 
<laughs> this is the only like not can't hold her against her will. Oh, she's like cutting herself, right? Yeah. Oh, the intervention. I'm not doing it. I'm gonna bail now. Get away from me! Oh no! You can't just pretend that I don't! Call the Humane Society or something and have her cats taken away. My main concern is not oh, cats. Call Shit. the Humane Society. They're going to take your cats away. My cat. Well being of your, your cats. Cats. I'm unable, to, I'm unable to do that right now, sir. Where are your cats? The popo. Now you can either come there nice and go. quietly. Look at this fucking cop. <laughs> like, <laughs> Could he be more cop? His name is Rich. For sure. Oh shit! The cats are gone. <laughs> Two months later. <laughs> Stays ripping. No, Maddie Spice. It was a fucking intervention. They were all there. Yep. She walked in and just said, "No, fuck you guys." Like she already knew what it was. Yeah. And everybody tried to chase her down. She boned out. And they're like, fuck it. Let's call the Humane Society and take her cats. Yeah, get her cats away. Do whatever it takes to fucking right the ship. You know what and I mean? And then the cops show up and she fucking freaks out and they beat the shit out of her. Screen, great. Screen's back here on twitch.tv slash real bleedies. So I want to nail this quiz now because you got to get rolling here in a little bit. So let's do... Let's do, Let's do the quiz. It's time. Everyone who doesn't know this, this might just be a, a whole. I'm not, I might not do red faction bleed. It's just all one thing. We'll let it bleed together. We'll figure it out. We'll let it in post. So I do quizzes. Maddie Spice is somewhat of a a quiz maker. He's the taste maker, the test creator, and he got me fucking good on the hockey quiz. He got me good on the <laughs> football quiz. And he beat the fuck out of me on that Big Brother quiz, which made me realize I'm a casual Big Brother person. I'm not I'm not even anywhere near the tippy tops of anyone who likes Big Brother because they're out there, Zach. People love that show. and I'm not one of them. So I know that he made a wrestling quiz because I claim to watch wrestling. I even just said that I watch this wrestling. So he gave you a, how many questions do we have on this here quiz? It's 20 questions, like standard. Like the standard quizzes that we do. Perfect. Let's go ahead and put on some quiz music before we get going. I'm going to have to be changing frequently because wrestling songs aren't very long. So, Dude, you got, do you have Spotify? Uh, not on this computer. Uh, I have Amazon Music, but I don't want to mess with that. <laughs> we have this right here. We have the Ultimate Warrior song playing. There's several, every, there's a hundred wrestling songs on the side. So it'll be easy to just click over there. There you go. And make those work. So without further ado, everybody, welcome to the 2021 March quiz. This month we are doing wrestling. I've been watching wrestling since I, I claim 1997 because I feel like that was the first time that I actually watched wrestling. I think I watched the, um, I always say that I watch Bret Hart versus Sean. Not not versus Sean. Bret versus Stone Cold. I always say that was my first match. I always give credit to that. Nathan Weller says, you love The Rock. You need to see this. We're going to watch that, Nathan Weller. Eventually, we will watch that. As soon as it shows up in this chat. It's not on this chat. I don't know where it went. All right, Zach, lay it on me. Let's go. Question number one. 
How many WrestleManias have there been? Oh, this is tough. Okay, so 2019 was WrestleMania 35. 2020 was 36. So that means there has been 36 WrestleManias so far. We're getting dangerously close to WrestleMania 37, but so far there's been 36 WrestleManias. That is correct. Yes, I got that one right. Good stuff. Nathan said that's not hard. That one was not that hard. Just okay. you know what made it hard to, to sidebar? They um they don't <laughs> num- she said. they don't number them anymore. Like Vince doesn't <laughs> yeah. like he stopped liking numbering them for some reason. Like once they did WrestleMania like twenty seven, he kind of realized, oh shit, we shouldn't do this. So I don't disagree because like UFC two ninety nine, like I don't need to know we're at three hundred now. Yeah, like, and they're all counted different. It's like UFC Vegas 29, and then UFC oh, 299. Oh, yeah, UFC Fight Night, UFC on Fox, UFC ESPN Plus. Yeah, yeah they, they always kind of reset the numbers. I just miss when they were called UFC Stacked. <laughs> all right, number two. This is the only question I have a problem with because it's pure opinion. But here we go. Who is the worst Impact Champion of all time? Rich Swan. Rich Swan's the worst. He's terrible. There's no way it's anyone other than Rich Swan. Oh, that's correct. Okay, good. That was a softball because, yeah, he knows I hate Rich Swan. Everyone <laughs> knows that I'm not a Rich Swan guy. I don't know how this fucking guy kept the championship. And I'll get to this, like, later. But this pay-per-view, Zach, it was like this chance for – I say this every fucking time there's a pay-per-view. But Impact is right there. They have all of these eyes on them, and they fuck it up every single time. Rich Swan, worst champion ever. Worse than, uh, worse than Magnus. Uh, <laughs> worse than Magnus. Worse than Eddie Edwards. Rich Swan takes the cake. All right, number three. What wrestler appeared on three shows in one night? Uh, three shows in one night. I believe that was. I got it narrowed down to two people. In my head, my original answer was Brian Pillman, but Rick Rude also appeared. He was, uh, let me see, pick a time. Let's do it later. Computer, I don't know why you're asking me this now. Um, Brian Pillman was on, I think, ECW, WC. I think I'm going to say it's either Brian Pillman or Rick Rude. Gosh, because Rick Rude definitely was on an episode of ECW. And he was on Nitro and Raw at the same time. Could be easy to... I'm going to say Rick Rude. It's Rick Rude. That is correct. Oh, dude. So nervous. I was sitting here like, oh, shit. It could be either one of them. <laughs> but I know Brian Pillman was on the same three shows like in the same month. I, it might not have been the same day. Hey, you're 3-0. and oh. You usually start strong. We'll see if you can All right, here we go. 3-0 and oh so far. We're killing it. Number four, who was the first undisputed champion? In WWE? I, that's the question. All right, well, Chris Jericho. Who was Jer- the first undisputed champion? <laughs> Chris Jericho won the WWF and World WCW Championships on the or he won them that night. Armageddon, not Armageddon, Vengeance 2001, December, Jericho. He beat The Rock and Austin in the same night. That is correct. Oh, my gosh. I was nervous. I was like, what does he mean? Does he mean Randy Orton? What is your name? 
What is your name, Nathan Waiter? Number five. Where did the first WrestleMania take place? New York City, baby. Madison Square Garden. David San Martino had a match. Can you believe that? It's, I can't, but that was correct. Perfect. Six and oh, right? Five and oh. Oh, shit. I'm giving myself We're on number six. All right, here we go. Okay, this is a question from Fat Gino, according to Maddie Spice. Oh, no, that one's going to be really hard. All right, here we go. Who were the four members of Cancel Culture? No. This must be it. The four members of Cancel Culture. This must be an Impact Wrestling thing. But it could be. I only know one of the four. I'm going to put my hands up here. Cancel Culture. Quigley says, good question. He must know what it is. Sonic Gino says, yep. I'm assuming this is Impact. Ayako says, just name the guys from Right to Censor. And Right to Censor, I know Stevie Richards, the good father. Uh, Val Venus and Bull Buchanan. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about... We are talking about <laughs> TNA. Nathan and Maddie Spice, who wrote the quiz, have no fucking clue who it is. Oh, great. I know who it is. All right, I'm just pretending like I don't. Fucking cancel culture. I'm going to guess one name, and then, like, just let me know if that's already in the wrong direction, okay? So, like, if I'm wrong, just say, oh, well, that's, you're already out, all right? So my first name that I'm going to throw out there for cancel culture, Taryn Terrell. Is she part of it? No. All right, I don't know who it is. Who is it? Give me this. Katie Forbes. Oh, and Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam. Oh my gosh. Who Joey else? Ryan. That was their names. Shit. I forgot. And Jacob. Up. Chris. Christ. Chris. Yeah. Chris? Jake. Chris. Yeah. Damn okay. it. I would have never got. That's a good question, Gino. I knew they had a dumb name as soon as you said Katie Forbes. I was like, ah, oh, because she was one who dressed like a whore, and she was the reason. <laughs> She was the reason they got their Twitch taken down for a week. And Joey Ryan came out wearing like a because he's a, he was the sleaze gimmick where he was like always, you know, oiled up and naked. And he, he actually did sexually assault women. But they were cancel culture because she got them taken down from Twitch. Good question. I should have known that one. Okay, so you're five and one. Oh shit. So this this one might be hard as here's well. Here's the slide. Here it comes. Number seven. What was the first date of AEW Dynamite. Oh, like when did it start? Like the very first episode? The month, day, and year of Dynamite. AEW Dynamite. Okay, October is the month, the year. Oh, wow. The year is 2019, right? Or could it be 2018? Was it that long ago? No, it can't be. It's 2019. Because All In, I think, was 2018. So that means all. So the company was slapped. <laughs> I'm going to say October. So you have the month and the year correct. Yeah, I don't know the day. That's the only problem. I think it's early in the month. I think it's the 2nd. October 2nd. There's no fucking way you just got that correct. What? No, they just had the one-year anniversary. Well, I guess that was back in October. But yeah, I'm, all I'm looking at right now is Dave Batista going like this. <laughs> For the podcasters, he's flexing like a badass. Because I, I remember it was early in the month, 
And I remember the one-year anniversary show because I think Jericho did a podcast. And that's why I know all the answers. My hand's right here. All right, you're 6-1. and one. All right, I knew that one, though. I, I, the only, I was even in my head going, like, I just watched the, the greatest Royal Rumble. That was in 2018. Jericho was there. There's no way he was going to be in dynam- on Dynamite a few months later. Okay, number eight. This is a good one as well. I would not get this. I one. don't like when you say it's a good one because I'm worried. Number eight. How many times has the Royal Rumble been won from the two starting spots? Oh god! So you came in either first or second, and you won. That's hard. Can I write this down? Okay, hold on. Oh shit. Okay. Shawn Michaels did it once. He came in at one. Uh, then the next time. First and second. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, the two so guys the, that started. The, the so, first, I know. Number one. Sean won it from number one. Yeah. All right. I know that he did that either in 95 or 6. I don't remember. I think it was 6. Only one of Shawn Michaels' feet touched the floor. 98, Austin came in at, like, whatever. 99, Vince won it at number two. So, I'm going to say Vince. So, I got two. 2000, Correct. The Rock was not in the top two. 2001, Austin was not in the top two. 2002, Triple H was not in the top two or the first two. 2003, Brock was not in the first two. 2004, Chris Benoit was in the top two so or in the first two. So, I'm going to put a third finger there. Um Oh, good call. Good call, YouTube autoplay. Um, 2005, Cena and Batista were not in the first two. No, they couldn't have been. No, they weren't. It was like Eddie. Eddie Guerrero and somebody. Um, 2006, Rey Mysterio. That's four. Um, uh, What did I just say? 2006. 2007, Undertaker was not. 2008, John Cena. How do you fucking remember all John Cena was number 30. 2009, Randy Orton was not in the first two. 2010, Edge was not in the first two. 2011, Del Rio was not in the first two. 2012, uh, Sheamus was not in the first two. Uh, 2013, John Cena was not in the first two. 2014, Batista was not in the first two. 2015, Roman Reigns was not the first. 16, Triple H won. Was that Triple H? Or is that... Yeah, Triple H. It wasn't Dean Ambrose. Um, 2017. That's when the year started to get blurry for me. I can genuinely say I like your version of this song better than the original. <laughs> 2017. Goldberg, Lesnar... What's the other match? <laughs> Cena. Oh, Randy Orton. Randy Orton did not come in in the first two. 2018. What WrestleMania was that? 2018. <laughs> 2018 Royal Rumble was Kinsuke. What's 2008 Shinsuke? 
or was Seth Rollins. Either way, neither <laughs> one of those guys were. So I got four so far. And then the 2019 was. Wait, who do you got so far? Are you serious? <laughs> I got I got Shawn Michaels, Chris Benoit, Rey Mysterio, Vince McMahon. Okay. And Edge just did it. And now going back before that to see if I can do this. Um, 95 Royal or the 97 Royal Rumble was won by Austin, but he didn't come out in the first two. 96 was HBK. Oh, wait, was it? Yeah, 96 and 95 were HBK. And HBK didn't come in at the first two from in 95. 94 was Bret Hart and Lex Luger tied. <laughs> they didn't come in in the first two. 93 was Yokozuna. I don't think I don't think you're gonna survive that long. Uh, 92. <laughs> I think you could stand for that long. Ric Flair came in at number three in 92, but he won it. I'm gonna say five. That's correct. Oh! That's ridiculous. How do you know all of those? Dude, I'm a wrestling fan. I used to <laughs> I used to sit there and like I could name every where every WrestleMania took place. Like I was to that level of wrestling fan where I I had the WrestleMania VHS box set one through thirteen. <laughs> I love this shit. I'm like Dean Ambrose. Built for this shit. Yeah. Okay, question number nine. You're now Seven and one. That one was hard though, because in my head I was like, I'm gonna miss one. I was, I don't remember like. Oh, I thought you're gonna forget fucking Edge. I was like, dude, how? In my in my head, I'm like, what is Hacksaw Jim Duggan? Did he win the Royal Rumble? <laughs> like somewhere in there, like that was all I kept thinking was like, I bet there's one in the '80s that I just don't remember, or that I just don't care about or know about. But all right, cool. So those, yeah, I got that one, and yeah, Ben Rock counts in our universe. Okay, number nine. This is Maddie Spices. This next question is fun. I would know this, but I understand how it could be a hard question. All right. Number nine. Who has won the most championships in the WWE? Oh shit! Like just total? It just it just says who has won the most championships in the WWE. Does that mean like? different kinds of championships or just different like championship reigns like like no i mean like if you win the raw championship twice it counts as twice oh okay good i was like because like raven won like a hundred titles like he was the hardcore champion like 80 times but i think i think our truth has a beat now because our truth has been like he's like the 21 time even more than that 24 7 champion so i'm going to guess our truth that is correct. Yeah! <laughs> he just won the belt back on Monday. I was like, he's, he's got like 100 title reigns by now. Like, well, fuck. Yeah, I mean, win, he wins it like every other week. I think that was the whole point, too. They were like, you know, we need to get, we need to somehow get Raven off the record books. What do we do? Make this belt. <laughs> Our truth is never going to lose. Like, or he'll lose it a bunch, but he'll just win it back next week. Or he'll lose it on NFL on Fox and he'll win it on SmackDown. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's never. I mean, he's a hundred-time champion by now. Okay, number ten. Who is the only two-time WWE Grand Slam champion? The Miz. He just said that on Raw. I don't know what that means, but he's the only one to do that twice, and he said it, so it must be true. 
That is correct. <laughs> I watched Raw. I was like, he said I'm the two-time because he's a two-time WWE, a two-time Intercontinental, two-time US, and a two-time tag. So I was like, I guess. But then there's guys like Roman <laughs> Reigns that are like two-time WWE, two-time Universal, two-time, you know, like they have way more than Grand Slam by now. What do you do if there's more bases? <laughs> I don't know. I I, I feel you. I fucking hate the misery. <laughs> All right, number eleven. You're now nine and one. All right. What WrestleMania was Vince versus Trump? Uh, Detroit. I know that. <laughs> what? Um. It's either twenty three or twenty four. Twenty two was Vince versus Sean. And then I feel like those next two years are like the same fucking year. It's got to be 2007. That's 2003. Or not 2003. I'm going to say WrestleMania 23, Battle of the Billionaires, the most watched WrestleMania in history. That is correct. Okay, good. I was like, I don't know. Like, 24, I could barely even remember what the fuck happened there. Was Batista (laughs) even there? I don't even think he was at that one. But he wasn't even involved in the Battle of the Billionaires anyways. Why does that matter? It doesn't matter. Moving on. All right. I mean, hold it together, man. You don't want to be like the Steelers. Oh. You don't want to fall apart here. Dude, those Steelers. Hey, they, they, they're they going to pay Devin Bush, all right? What's up with Belichick, by the way? Paying everybody. What's going on? <laughs> Fucking, uh, they got money to blow, apparently. I guess. Jeez, I, they never. We'll sign, we'll sign all the second-tier wide receivers out there. Fuck it. That seems like what their goal was. was like, we're not going to sign <laughs> anyone for 10 years, and now we're suddenly, we lose one. We don't make the playoffs once, and now we're going all in. <laughs> Brady, man. Brody, Brady won, and now Belichick's like, oh, fuck. I got to actually still win. Got to figure this shit out. All right, number 12. At which pay-per-view did The Undertaker get set on fire by Pyro? Uh, do I need to know the year? Can I just say the event? It's the event and just the year. Ah, oh, shit. I know for sure that it was Elimination Chamber. This is one I wasn't watching. So it was either 09 or 2010. But I wasn't watching. But I think it was 2010 because that's when Jericho fought Edge at Mania. And Jericho won the belt that night. Not from The Undertaker, did he? 20 Elimination Chamber 2010. That is correct. Oh my god! I was—I don't know <laughs> the fuck. I know the pyro like lit him on fire, and I knew he was walking towards the chamber. And the big story is like he had to stand in the chamber with burns all over his body. Like, <laughs> I was like, "Geez, that sucks." But he's a badass. Number thirteen. Who was the first ECW champion? Not the WWE version. So like Shane Douglas version when he threw the belt down when he, well hold on, there was an ECW championship before it was Extreme Championship Wrestling. Does he mean like the Extreme Championship Wrestling Championship, or does he mean like when Terry Funk and Sandman were fighting like before, but when it was Eastern Championship Wrestling? You're gonna have to ask Matty Spice. Check in the chat. Eastern Championship Wrestling. Eastern Championship. Shit. So before Shane Douglas, this was like in 1989, I bet. Of Jericho. Uh, 
I'm glad Maddie's like an omnipotent third party. <laughs> um, you know he's right there. Yeah, now I'm really like, now the pressure's on because he's like in the room with me. Um, Eastern Championship Wrestling Chip. Terry Funk, only guess. That is incorrect. Who was it? Jimmy Snuka. Oh, yeah, that was in like the 80s. I watched a few of those episodes where he was like hanging around. I was like, what is this guy doing here? And the Sandman was a surfer? How come no one memes about that? What a ridiculous fucking gimmick. He's the Sandman <laughs> and he comes out wearing a wetsuit? This there is, is no worse gimmick. Than this that, is the really. guy that came yeah. out later on in Extreme Championship Wrestling smoking cigarettes and beating the shit out of people with a kendo stick. But he was originally a surfer? Why do we never talk about that? I'll take that over the bro anytime. Jimmy Snuka is a good call. I I, I, I should have known. I knew it was an 80s guy. I was like, Terry Funk maybe? Because I remember him on one of the first episodes. He's like a commentator. And I thought he was like, hey, I've been here for many years. I won the championship here. I, I love this company. My Terry Funk impression. Next question. <laughs> All right, number 14. You're now 12 and 2. Hell yeah. Or 11 and 2. Just like the Raiders next year. Okay. You better fucking know this. Uh-oh. Who won the hardcore championship the most? Raven. Raven. The, the Raven effect. It's correct. You already <laughs> said it. That's why you better yeah. fucking know it. He dominated that title. Well, I don't even remember when that was. Like, 2000, 2001? Like, must have been before the invasion. But, yeah, he just was fucking... When they had that 24-7 rule for that belt, yeah, Raven just... Once RVD won it, they were finally like, all right, let's knock off this 24-7 shit. We got, like, a real... We have, like, a real wrestler now, so we might as well just let him carry it for a minute. <laughs> okay. Who is the only wrestler? I'm confused by this question. I'll get it. Who is the only wrestler to lose the Royal Rumble without being eliminated that entered the ring? Entered the ring. He was never eliminated. So he entered the ring, was not eliminated, but he still lost. What if he was eliminated? When did, did Maven go over the top rope? Because I know Maven got his ass kicked by Undertaker. I know that Curtis Axel didn't make it into the ring. Scotty Tuhati didn't make it into the ring. They get pulled out, get their ass kicked. I'm going to say Maven. That's the only name I could think of. That is incorrect. Nathan got it correct in the chat. What did he say? I'm not reading the chat. What did it say? Hornswoggle. Oh, horny. Old horny. But he got eliminated the next year, so that counts. Is it just because he's too short? Uh, I don't know. Because they don't want to hurt him. He's like, He was like an overweight little person, so he couldn't go over the top and all the way down to the floor. So all right. that must have been one of the ones I did not watch. Or maybe it was. <laughs> All right, number 16. So you're now 12 and 3. Just like the Raiders, baby. All right, number 16. Who was the WrestleMania Women's Pre-Show Battle Royals original, originally dedicated to the original? Oh, oh, like it was supposed to be the Fabulous Moolah, but since, uh, since allegedly she would pimp women out, that's what they called it, even though... She would train them and then just collect money off their bookings. Uh, but, yeah, it was supposed to be the Moolah Battle Royal, which it still should be. This is officially Fleety's the, the Fabulous Moolah podcast. That is correct. Yeah, she's she's awesome. I don't I don't get that. I mean, the Hart brothers, the Hart family, not the Hart, the Hart family 
would make like Chris Jericho and Lance Storm. They would they told them when they trained them, like, hey, by the way, we get ten percent of all of your future booking. So like everyone did that. So I don't know why it was like it was pimping when the, when it happened to the women. But either way, quick. All right. So you're thirteen and three. Here we go. How oh, you put how, but who is the oldest person to ever wrestle? Whoa. Like in general or in like WWE or like He's in the he's in the quiz changing it to who. Oh, okay. But is it <laughs> who like is the oldest person to ever wrestle? Is it like a WWE question or is it like a Yeah. Okay, all right, thank you. Okay. WWE. Okay, I was gonna say I was like, I don't know how old was Antonio Inoki? You know, like it's in my head I was kinda going through all of my, my new Japan guys. So let's see. Um Oldest man to wrestle in the dub, the dub dub E. Pat Patterson was pretty old when he was doing like the shit with Gerald Briscoe. Um, Vince is old, but he hasn't wrestled in a minute. Uh, Pat Patterson's old as fuck. Jerry Lawler wrestled recent, not recently, but he wrestled not too long ago. But I don't think he was older than Pat Patterson when Pat wrestled. Because there's guys that wrestle that are in like their fit. Well, even like Roddy Piper, Flair's pretty old. But was Pat Patterson older than Flair? I have a feeling Pat Patterson's not a sexy enough answer. I don't think that would be realistic. How old's Gerald Bristow? He's pretty old too. Those guys are old, old as fuck wrestling in their tidy whiteies. What do you say? Um, oldest wrestler. Tonko was old, but he wasn't that old. Where is old? <laughs> like, but was Pat Patterson is my answer. I don't. I'm not. I'm gonna talk myself out You're of it. You're gonna fucking kick yourself. Was I it, know this. Was Come it, on. Was it Flair? May Young. Oh, May Young. She's like fucking 87. The good quest. Good. That's a good <laughs> trick question. I wasn't even thinking women. I'm such a sexist piece of shit. <laughs> I was over here like, oh, it's got to be Pat or Jer. How old was Pat Patterson? He was 80, 87. <laughs> but Rick Flair's not even close to being that old. Yeah, uh, shit. All right, four, four wrong. All right. Number eighteen. How many weeks was the Monday Night War? A lot. I'm fucking. <laughs> what do we get a calculator? Um. <laughs> I mean, it started in 1995. <laughs> Jeez. How many weeks? That's a l fucking lot of weeks. Maddie said this is the fuck you question. This isn't how many weeks WCW was beating WWE, right? This is like, he didn't mean to ask. He said weeks from the beginning of Nitro to the end. Oh, fuck that. Can I, can I type it? <laughs> And holy shit, it was like September 5th, 1995 to March 3rd, 2001. So, so. So what, how many is that? Uh, well, I, can I get a calendar? 52 weeks in a year. Yeah, 50, I'm going to grab my phone just to, to use the calendar app, everybody. Oh, there's a thunderstorm warning. <laughs> right, let's, let's get the calendar. You're going to be rained in to your closet. Let's get the calendar. So, Okay. Let's just say there's 52 weeks in a year, and we'll just 
we'll just say what 95 that wasn't a full year so we'll say 96 97 98 99 2000 so we'll give it five years there and then september we'll give that like we'll just say there's like 16 mondays in there and then from march there's like 12 mondays in there 288 weeks you're very close what was it 291 no way i was that close yeah. If I sat down with a calendar, I might have been able to, I might have been able to knock that out. But okay, good. That's a fun question because, in my head, I was like, does he mean eighty-three weeks with Eric Bischoff? But no, that was a better question. I was like, how many weeks did that shit last? Because yeah, it was like two hundred ninety-one weeks. It was a long time. I should have, I should have taken it more seriously and got out of. Matty real... Spice said you knew the first and last date so you could have gotten it oh really that was <laughs> yeah I, if I actually <laughs> entered it in like a calculator I probably could have got it but I didn't hey okay. that one's a good question I like that you now, get a half point on that now one now everyone knows 291 I didn't even know that was the first date so I was like See, it, it's it's the math question where you got the final answer right but your work was wrong so yeah you got it wrong. exactly or the work was right and the answer was wrong <laughs> I knew all the, I knew the correct dates I just didn't do any of the I didn't have the final answer correct. You you didn't do the two plus three on the calculator to make sure you, you had it. You put the right. wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. All right, number nineteen. What date was the first episode of Raw? Uh, February. No, January. 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 The two numbers in my head are the 16th or the 21st. Um, January 16th, 1994. That is incorrect. Oh, what is it? January 11th, 1993. Oh, I, I was trying to remember when the 25 year reunion was that was the only way i was like i don't well, i don't remember that 1993 weird so wrestlemania 9 had raw before it wrestlemania 9 was a weird wrestlemania all right go ahead all right number 20 final question <laughs> how many so days how many has raw? wwe been in business um maddie maddie what's the score right now i have no clubs that kind i think i got five wrong six wrong five yeah. You have to get this right. I will get it right no matter what. If the answer number twenty. Oh shit! Did Scott Steiner win at Sacrifice with his one hundred and forty-one and two-third percent? Oh, that's such a, that's such a specific question because I don't remember that event as well <laughs> as I should. Well, it's Sacrifice two thousand eight. Yeah, I, I know, and I don't think I was. I probably he had a hundred and forty-one two-thirds chance. Of winning. I don't think he won. He I don't think not. he won at sacrifice. Are you sure? That's a very high percentage. He didn't win. I think. I think Samoa Joe still won it. One hundred and forty-one and two thirds. Did he? Did he win? There's no way he won that match. Who did he fight? No, you're correct. I was gonna say Joe he and lost. Angle. <laughs> There's he no lost. way. You're right. We'll give it to you. The numbers don't lie. And he had he had little Petey Pump with him. I was like, "There's no way he won that after cutting a promo like that." You don't just win the match. All right, let me close this window, see what we missed in the chat. 
Holy. I counted. You got five wrong. Five wrong. All right. I mean, that's not as good as I want it to do, but there was a question about cancel culture in there. So, you know. Well, you fucking just. You named the winner of every fucking WrestleMania or every Royal Rumble. Royal, well, yeah, not, I can't do the Not 80s. even winner. You named the winner, and you knew pretty much where they started, and most of the time you knew who was the second-place person. Was his – um? well, I'm trying to think. I, I don't know who won the first Royal Rumble. Didn't Jim Duggan win the first one? Royal, You're asking the wrong Royal person. Rumble 1988. I'm pretty sure Jim Duggan – is the Shit, you weren't even born. Is the first winner of the Royal Rumble. Or Yep, Jim Duggan. He came in at number 13 and he won. It was only 20 men that year. And then who won the next year? See, I don't know all the winners. Nineteen eight. I think Hogan won eventually. But, dude, that's not going to work for me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I got I to get a big win. John, John Studd won in 89. I didn't even know he was still. Did Hogan ever win one? 90. Okay, good. 1990, Hogan got his win. Thank goodness. <laughs> that was, I got to go over, brother. <laughs> you got to put the whole. <laughs> oh, and he won again in 91. All right. So, yeah, they definitely pushed him to the moon. Back to back. Like, when people get mad that, like, Roman Reigns is getting pushed too hard, it worked for Vince at one time in his life. That's why he kept doing it. Like, he was <laughs> like, no, Hogan, I jammed this guy down your throats, and it and worked. And you loved it. And you loved it. So, Zach, I, I kept you long. We've been running long. I still have to talk about Impact Wrestling. I have to take a piss. So <laughs> let's take a short break. And when we come back. Oh, wait. Yeah. Nathan Weller says, let's watch that video I sent so Geezy can see it. So let's find that video <laughs> that he sent me about The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Let's see. Oh, his eyes look all weird. Rock we are. Uh, the Rock wants his crack. Let's take a look. <laughs> we, we are less than a week away from the biggest cock in your career for the WWE title in a match. What are they doing in this guy's head? A Jew in the cell match where you and five other Jews. Look how and, fucking and, small and. he is. They even, they even say that Kevin Kelly was like 6'2". Like he had to like stand funny to look smaller next to the wrestlers. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this, Nathan? You hanging out with a car? Finally, the the run, the cop has come back to the back. Oh my gosh, the sound editing is driving me nuts. Kelly, Kelly, The Rock stood right in this arena and called you an ugly ass. Since <laughs> this Sunday night, The Rock will be in hell. This is going to be the most dangerous match The Rock has ever been in. And it doesn't matter what you call it. Whether it's called a hell in a cell, cage in a cage, Uranus in Uranus, the only thing that matters. <laughs> cage in a cage? Is penis in Uranus. The Rock is going in this Sunday night to do exactly what he does What is this? Lay the smacks down and get... Thank you, Kevin's dog, Logan. He's got five other guys he's got to compete with. And even if The Rock has got to beat Kurt Angle, which means... means... I'm going to drink a big glass glass of Viagra. Thank you, Geezy. This video is a wow. Or maybe The Rock is going to beat Takeshi. I did it for the cock. 
I did it. What? What is happening here? All right, we got it. <laughs> Holy shit! What was? I don't even know what happened there. I'm a rock fan, and I was like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Since you're going to talk about Impact, why not put on Rich Swan's Impact thing? That's a good call. That's actually not a bad song. Rich Swan sucks, Zach, but his song's really awesome. He walked down to the ring tonight, and I was like, damn it, his song is pretty damn cool. Like, it's just a kick-ass song. All right, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. It's only two minutes long though, so. It's not enough time for me to go take a piss. So let's play that. Let's play a longer song, Zach. Let's ride off into the sunset. I'll be back to talk some wrestling. You go take a probiotic and take a huge shit in the morning, right? That's the best advice that I could ever give you. Uh, I need to because we're working out legs at 6 a.m. Oh, shit. I kept you too long. All right. (laughs) Well, let's ride off into that glorious, glorious sunset. Let's find a quick track real quick. That's long enough for me to go take a huge piss. Like, this piss is going to fucking blow your mind, dude. Like, have you ever taken a piss and it just, like, steams as it's coming out? Like, it's just fucking... <laughs> this tan was needed, not wanted. wanted. Thank you so much, Ricardo. I just brought you up. I just watched a video from Nathan, and I was like, you've been hanging out with Ricardo too much. It's a Ricardo video. A hot, steamy piss. A hot, steamy pee, dude. It's It's got a hue to it. Like, it definitely... It's definitely like foaming. Like I don't know. I, don't, I can't describe it any better than that. So let's ride off real quick, and I will be right back. Don't go anywhere, anybody. I'm hitting a button. It's not doing anything. <laughs> don't worry. There we go. All right. Zach, thank you so much for joining us tonight. You have a good day tomorrow. I'll talk to you on – I'll talk to you on Thursday. It's already almost here. We'll see you later, bros. Oh. Have a good night, bro. I'm going to take a piss. I'll be right back. This tan was needed, not wanted. Hurry in during Ram Truck Month, where you'll find J.D. Power's number one brand and new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star. For 2021 J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equal $13.89 per month per 1000 finance for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 5 22